Yo, yo, yo. How we doing? What's going on? Welcome to Save Some for When You're Better. Episode, you know, one, baby. It's the first right. one. I got that right. Guess what, Whoa. listeners? How late do we think Rashad was today? Yeah, take a guess. Answer, two and a half hours, people. Episode one. Yeah, black people time. Yeah, he wasn't that excited, I guess. Uh, <laughs> started. I've been sitting around. I had that shit plugged up, waiting to talk to the people. No, nah, I apologize, guys. My alarm didn't go off. My phone died at some point. I well, didn't charge it, so that's on me. Luckily, the episode's not coming in late. Thursday morning. This is our first one. How does it feel, Rashad? It feels pretty good. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm awake. I got my coffee. I'm good to go. We're good to go. So on this first episode, I chatted with Danson, the artist known as Danson. Mm-hmm. He's a cool guy. He was actually a little little background. I met him because I tried to make a movie once. I tried to make a movie. I wrote it. I directed it. You tried. I tried. We had like four five six maybe solid shoots it was based in like a motel room so he like rented a motel room long story short dancing was in the movie he's what he's also That's an actor you know. yeah okay so he's a musician yeah, he's also that. an actor i remember that but so the movie didn't work out the movie didn't work out one of my actors needed brain surgery the you other one like serious? caught covid and then i just like what realized to the brain surgery like, oh wow. she's doing good she's doing good yeah she's actually gonna be on the pod hopefully she's out shooting a movie right now but she, she's the homie. But yeah, so she had to get, like, I'm kind of spilling her shit all, all along. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, she had yeah. to get a procedure. Uh, she's doing great now. But her scenes took place within, like, 24 hours. So by the time she was all healed up, she looked like a completely different person. We had to reshoot all of her stuff. I realized, like, so it was, it was kind of process. a big feat, yeah, to take on myself. Um, so long story short, I hadn't seen dancing and, uh, since the last day of shooting. Nobody knew it was the last day, but it was the last day. Um, so we sat down and we chatted. We talked about his music, uh, mostly. Mm-hmm. He's a cool guy, dude. And I have to say, I'm just like super relieved. You know, you, when you when you start a new thing, mm-hmm. it's kind of important for the first one to go well. You know, like when you start an album, you want that first studio session to go well. When you start a new endeavor, you just need day one to go good. Yeah. Kind of build you with that confidence, you know, because if it sucks and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? So luckily... We had a great chat. We chatted for like two hours. We had a great time. Two hours. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you know it's going good. You know, you're just flowing. You're not looking at the time next to me, you know? We had sat down for like two hours. Goddamn. We touched on everything. Yeah, he started a company with his buddies. Um, he has like a team. You know, he has a producer buddy. He has an engineer. Nice. And then he's like the, the artist, the face of it, the voice. Um, they have a pretty well-oiled machine going. Um, how they, old is he? early to mid 20s i think mid 20s where is he from worcester worcester dude yeah worcester kid i think i i'm pretty sure but um yeah his company's called the 21st the 21st yeah they crank out some good stuff but it's cool it's cool they've been rocking since high school like like us you know so it's cool to see another friendship based collaboration effort Mm -hmm. pushing through on Mm -hmm. into the adult life Mm -hmm. you know and he's actually quit his day job he's doing it full time Really? Yeah, he's making music. Him and his company, they like shoot promos for other things. And so yeah, really? he's he's fucking working for himself full time now. Wow. He goes in depth about that in this in this chat, you know, kind of how he got there, how he decided to take the leap. We talked a lot about his creative process, how he writes songs, why he writes songs. It was just it was a really good chat. You know, it, it really embodied what 
we're going for with this podcast, you know? So I'm excited. Um, are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah, you seem, I'm always excited. You seem bro. pumped up, I'm so dude. excited. I got my coffee, so I'm good. We're good. We're good. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll get into it. Let's do it! Here it is, episode one, Ooh. featuring dancing. I guess we should address the elephant in the room. Elephant in the room. Before we before we go any what, further. What is this elephant? Uh well, I guess the last time we met was we, on the quote unquote set <laughs> of, shooting? The, of the movie yes. that I attempted to make. That was fun. I remember that. Yeah, first of all, thank you so much. Oh for no, doing that was that. a blast. Holy shit. That I appreciate that so much. That was a blast. What an experience. Mm-hmm. What a feat I tried to take on and could not succeed in it is a lot harder <laughs> than like if you you of all seems. people would know i um, <laughs> for sure yeah i and and even like i'd shot with other people after that as well my god the amount of like background work as well i, I didn't even comprehend it at first but dude you know it's a blast yeah way. i knew what i was getting I, I knew it was it was crazy but i just i just had to do it oh, and yeah. then it was just such a cool experience, but yeah, I mean, long story short, one of the actors ended up having to get brain surgery. Oh my! And she Lord. was her part was supposed to take place within like twenty four hours. So by the time she was healed up, she looked like a, a completely different person. We would have had to reshoot all yeah. of her shit. I was gonna make it work, and I had one more day set with David and the David. Lauren. You never got to meet her, yeah. And uh, David got like sick that David. day, and then it all just fell apart. So. Oh my goodness! Yeah, long story short, I just had to call it. I was like, I can't afford it. It happens sometimes. Going. Yeah, I almost had to call off my project when I was doing that forever after because one of the actors, the one who was playing the younger version of me, yeah, he actually ended up quitting like halfway through, and we had already <laughs> shot all of his scenes. I had already like you know I'm like yo. I'm not not all of the scenes, but like a good chunk of them. And I'm yeah. like, I still need to tell this story with you. So I had to rewrite the entire thing. It was oh supposed to be no God. dialogue. I'm very big on like, at least right now, no dialogue to yeah. try and see if I can push a story with just visuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to have it make sense, I had to write dialogue. I had to formulate <laughs> yeah. a new story and somehow shoot it and make it work by like our ending time. Because we already had set dates and everything. And things were paid off. Things were set up. So I was like, okay, we're fucked. But you make it work. Dude, much respect. I was going to go. Yeah, I had to go right into that. I mean, what a feat mm. ever after is. Holy shit. Um, I've seen it twice. Oh. Uh, God, you know, and watching it too after I had just tried to make a movie with you especially. And then <laughs> couldn't pull it off. And I was like, here's this guy. You know, you're, and you starred in it. And it's yeah. all your music. Yep. So tell me a bit more about that. I mean, did you write the album with this whole movie in mind? So at first, I wanted it to be just a series of videos. Um, and I didn't plan on having like the cinematic scenes in between. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to do a visual album. It's going to be great. At first, I was like, you know, I'll have a bunch of videos and I'll wear similar outfits and I'll maybe connect it with a little story, yeah. you know? That'll make sense to people watching it. And then like before the release, it was like a solid like eight months before the release because I ended up releasing um, the, the actual tape for 
like six, seven months after that because I had issues with like iTunes and all that. Oh, no it was sure. on my website for like seven months, and then I finally was able to release it on platforms yeah, yeah. somewhere around March. For like but, sample reasons or? Um, n- no, I think what happened was I tried to upload it, and my engineer, he sent me a newer version. He was like, oh my God, I sent the wrong version. Please do this one instead. But it was already submitted. So when I went to take it down, it was just like, oh, the IDs, I don't, I don't, ah, I'm, I don't comprehend my shit, friend. Yes. And it, and you never get a direct contact. No. Any of those guys oh my too. God. So if you Ugh. fuck up and you, you it's need ridiculous. some, it's, I've had issues with Spotify, like similar things. Yeah. And it's just a nightmare. I gave up after like six emails. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I'm done playing with this. Whatever. So I ended up releasing it off United Masters, which actually worked out a lot better. Um, it was pretty easy, quick and easy to upload. Yeah. Only until after I uploaded it, did they add the ability to like credit people like properly so they can get paid. I was like, wonderful. Now I seem like a huge dick, (laughs) but Hey, it's, you know, it's whatever. Um, but the process was like pretty, I can't really say fluid because I try not to pressure myself with music. Like I was making music. I make songs a, a lot of the time, you know? Um, but I don't always keep them. And the thing about Ever After is I wanted to make sure I had at least a good amount of songs for what I was looking for. I had specific yeah. things that I like write to. You know, I'm like, okay, here's my concept. I'm going to go in mine and plan it out. Yeah, and yeah. not always do those work. You know, usually it's the ones that I'm just up late. It's 3 a.m. We've gone through three tracks. We're not really liking them. And now suddenly this beat comes up. And I'm like, hold up. I'm feeling something yeah, <laughs> right yeah, in yeah. my chest bone. Oh, well, I, well, now I want to dive into that because that, I'm so curious about like, the, the, the your process really like how the songs come but i i re- i've got to finish talking about ever after oh, right yeah. before i get sidetracked oh, well, on oh, that because i love that. process so yeah i mean again so did it with the so the album wasn't you didn't go into it thinking it was going to be an album you were I just kind of making songs like you usually did um i knew i wanted an album with a specific purpose okay so my whole song making purpose or my process throughout that time was like, all right, here's a theme I'm sticking in. Yeah. You know, once in a while I ended up releasing an EP um, called the booty tapes. But that was like songs that didn't really fit the tone of the project, but mm-hmm. I still liked. So I was like, all right, we're going to put some of these here on its own thing. So I can release something while I'm doing this. You yeah. know, I don't like going a year without dropping anything like music wise. Right. Um, I also don't like to be like, you know, I'm going to make, I'm going to drop something every month, right. every, I'm right. gonna, every week. I'm going to have something sweet out. spot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I really like to, unless like, obviously like I'm making hits every week. That's a whole different story. But even, <laughs> exactly. even then, like, you know, in the day of visuals that started becoming more and more, um, more of a big thing. So as the kind of album was coming to a close and I knew what songs I had, I started writing out more visuals. I had already had like, one written out for staircase kisses and then when we were done filming that i was like hold up give me a minute i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna formulate some stuff and then i took some time i took about um a month a month and a half around that and i wrote the initial concept forever after i tried to make it loose enough so that while i was still getting to the point where i wanted to shoot the cinematics yeah i could have the videos planned and it would still make sense yes. but i learned so much from that process. I learned that I was doing things almost backwards. I learned that I should have storyboarded better. I learned more about shot mechanics, you know, a lot of really good film, like film techniques. Um, you know, having dialogue recorded, even though I didn't plan to use dialogue right. because it came in handy. I ended up making custom Foley. It was, it was a lot, but you know, I wrote everything out and we had this nice concept by around, you know, May and I had shot three videos by then. I only wanted about four or five in it total. So by the time the summer came, 
it was just banging out, you know, setting up dates with uh, Josh Bliss Lighten. That man, Trill Bliss, he is um, my go-to guy when I shoot videos. Okay. Um, what does he, he was, do? He's a videographer. Oh, hell so yeah. he's fucking amazing. He does weddings. You know, he does mostly music videos. Yeah. But he does short ads, really anything you need him for. This man's... Do you work with him on all of your videos? So majority of my videos are shot with him. And then the ones yeah. that aren't with him are done with Onyx. I have like one other that's done by someone else. Um, and then going forward, I want to try and do some of my own. Just because... Yeah. Since then, I've picked up a camera a lot more and tried to be hands-on to learn. Yeah. I've even gotten more business like from that, which is good, but that doesn't mean music isn't stopping. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, you look like one of those guys, like, you like the whole process, you know, even yeah. down to the, mar- I say marketing, but, like, you do seem like yeah. you think about the whole package, which I'm, is key yeah. these days. It's, like, it's, uh, it's a part of the job. I was told, like, in this field, it doesn't seem like it because so many people seem like, they have this specialty that they stick to yeah. and there is, you know, you have something you're just, you favor and you're really good at that. Um, but you need to be a man of many hats. Right. And as much as I didn't want to with things like marketing, I learned to treat myself like a product. I learned to like try and flesh out the movie more. And at that time, although what I had, what I ended up with as an end product wasn't, I'm not going to sit there and be like, it was amazing. It was a fucking, it should be winning awards for a short film. Like, no, it was very amateur. It was completely amateur, but it was good enough to make me happy with what I had delivered for a first-time short film. A- Amen. Like, that, that's what it's all about. I mean, w- you know, in the indie game, I mean, oh, every yeah. experience, I love how you said how you learned so much. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it is, you know. I, I, I've shot so many music videos, a movie, you know, that, that don't come out. But you learn so much. Just mm-hmm. the more you do that process, the more you go through it, yeah. if you take away... Or every studio session, every this, as long as you're learning something from every single one, then it was all worth yeah. it. Especially when it gets released into a 30 minute, beautiful short film. <laughs> honest well, to, honest to God. Thank I'm you. serious. Like, this man doesn't mess around when it comes to videos, dude. Like, I, I have so much respect for your catalog, honestly. Uh, honest, honestly. Um, honestly. Those videos are super impressive. Um, but I, I'm dying. So we got to dive into the process because I'm oh, so yeah. curious. So, it does sound like you work with a bit of a team. Mm-hmm. I do have a team, 21st. Uh, it is a com- and now it's officially a company. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but it's a team of people. You know, I grew up with the main three, the co-founders, me, Mills, and uh, Zay. Um, Zay is my engineer, Josh Vasquez. Um, Mills, uh, Mil Hilaire, he's my main producer. They pretty much handle everything behind the scenes music-wise. Hell and yeah. through that, I didn't really... I was writing a lot. I was pulling a lot of, vo- putting a lot of vocals out. But they could bring in funds for the group. You know, Josh was recording artists. We had a whole home studio there. We still have a a nicer home studio now, but now we're in the process of saving for a legitimate studio. But the point is, at that time, he was bringing clients. You know, me, he was bringing clients, getting his placements um, here and there. Um, And I didn't really have much to contribute, but the more I started directing my own videos, the more I started doing that, the more I realized I can bring some in as well. And that's what I've been doing now. It's not my main role. Again, my main role is... I'll call it a content creator. I love music, but I'm very keen to making whatever I want. Yeah. Um, but it's it's been so helpful being able to not only shoot for people, but to be involved, you know, with your project, with um the horror film that I got involved with. I learned so much and being able to apply that to my own shit has been has been great, honestly. I'm like I I still don't make like crazy good stuff, but like I've been I'm I'm been proud of myself. And you as a depressed be. person, that is often hard. <laughs> yes. You know, you often Absolutely. look at stuff. You know as an artist, you Absolutely. like make something and you're like, damn, this is just but you know, when the times when you're really proud, you're like, yeah. let me just 
Yeah, absolutely. No, you should be proud. You put out some great work. I do have to say, I was so pumped to see the horror movie you're talking about. I think is, I don't know exactly who was involved, but but Jaina, right? Yes, Jaina. Oh my God. All I know is if you're hearing this girl, I hope you're doing okay. Shout um, out. Yeah, big shout Her out. work is incredible. And I just love... I love being an indie artist, working with a whole bunch of different people that you really respect and then seeing them work together. Yeah. You know, that is the greatest thing. I was so pumped up when I saw that, you know, because she puts in work. She makes very impressive shit. I've been a, a fan of hers for a while. And, you know, I, I've been a recent fan of your. Once I found your work, I was like, holy shit. So seeing those two, you know, artists that you respect together, yeah. you just can't, can't help but get pumped up. No, it's dope. I didn't even know. I Like, it's the same thing. When I was working with her, that squad of people, there was like, once I started following some of them, we follow each other. I find out that they know some of the people I've worked with before. Right. Some of them had connections with artists I've, you know, had, you know, done features with. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's kind of great. It's oh, just it's like. The best. It's one of the best parts of this thing. Yeah. It's like unveiling the curtain behind the scenes. Yeah. And, you know, when you get to connect with these people and learn from them, Jaina was dope. She was like, I wouldn't say like very serious. She's very serious when it counts. She when definitely it is, looks like she doesn't fuck around. No, like she, she gets no, it my done. God. Yeah. When it is time to do things, she has a great, not only resting bitch face, <laughs> but a also very sweet and welcoming face. But you <laughs> yeah. know how to differentiate right, because right. when it's time to go, it's time to go. Yeah. Um, she did important. great with the set design of that whole film. It was just fucking, it was great. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to go out to her, to their photo shows photo shoots they were doing yeah um i think it was called um chasing light blight yeah blight room or chasing blight something like that yeah but it was dope yeah. they had a halloween one and had one a few weeks before that unfortunately i was i had clients so i couldn't make it out yeah. either but yeah no big shout out to her that yeah, whole squad absolutely. of people doing good things yeah for real for real um but back to you and your crew man i mean so i am curious so you have a producer that produces the music you make yes how involved are you in the production does he cook stuff up on his own and be like this is what i got or are you like i got this in my head so emil is always cooking up he is constantly cooking up he um is always experimenting with his music although he stays in his like preference lane i'll call yeah. it his, his lane but he's always trying to mess around with something new and increase his own skill yeah. um but he is pretty much produced 90 percent of my music and it's kind of a mix between the two. You know, sometimes if I'm really feeling something, I can hit him up and be like, yo, I'm feeling something like this lately. If we can get something like this, I'll send him pieces. Yeah. Or if we're together, which, you know, COVID really kind of ruined a lot of that. But even before that, when there was a chance, I would sit with him. I'd see if I can pick something out. Obviously, I trust the people who've been doing this to do their job. Yeah. But it's great how he even lets me to be involved. Some people are stingy. Some people can be like, nah, man, don't worry, you know. I can be like that when I film and someone's yeah. breathing down my neck, like, no, nah, I do it like this. I'm like, listen, I know what I know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Right. But it was great, especially as the artist, being able to try to, you know, I can't be the hands. So he was able to like translate what I was thinking perfectly, Hell you yeah. know, into music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. And that's hard to find. Yes. A team is so important. No, nah, it's really mainly because we grew up together. You know, we, yeah. we all lived right down the street from each other in a big triangle. Um, oh, so yeah. me, Josh and Emil, we, I hung out with Josh a lot in high school. Emil, I didn't see as much, you know, he's like a grade above me and I'm tiny, yeah. but I'd always see him outside. I'd see him around every now and then and we'd chill and stuff. And then we all started getting into music later in high school. We started hanging out more and more, um, make cooking up more and more, making like mixtapes here and there. And only then did I start taking it seriously around like my sophomore year in college. I was like, Oh shit. 
I could really, you know, do something. I could do some shit with this if I actually apply myself. Yeah. And even then, I still don't think I fully applied myself until the last, like, year. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I find the same thing. I look back at my younger self. I'm like, get going. Like, what are you, what are you waiting for, dude? <laughs> what are you waiting yeah, on? Your 20s shit. are going to fly, bro. I know. Uh, I'm 26 now, and I'm like, wow. Dude, I just turned 30, brother. Whew. Yeah. I just released an album of all my favorite songs that I made in my 20s. Nice. <laughs> so I got to reflect on a decade of music making. And Damn. it's just like... That's heavy. Wow. It, it was heavy. I'll, I'll be honest. And it's led me to podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm like trying to find the next step, you know. And I, I, I envy you because, well, when I know the importance of having these almost lifelong friends that you've created with, you know, like I, I still have friends that I made in high school. They were my first band. And we, I mean, you know, we still get together and jam these days, but they were in my band, you know, in my 20s and on. But sadly, like, with this music thing, sometimes just life, life you just know, yeah, you know, you grow up and you got to do other things and, you know, people go their different ways. So I, I just don't have that team anymore. Yeah. And it's, you know, when I look at your stuff and I'm like, how is he producing this level of content like this? Because I, I know how hard it is not only to just create write and produce a song to, to to completion but then to the video the video is such a feat and and not only do you do it once you do it boom it seems like every single you're like i, I need a i need a video yeah i we try to like you know we see a lot of videos out these days and we don't even think we're the most creative but we always try and push to our limits obviously like we like to you know when i'm writing a video I start with a basic concept. It's it's called the if I had a million dollars, what would I do? Yeah. And I just go nuts. Yes. And then I start dumbing it down to See, a, you're a so smart. Budget. I immediately go to like what am I capable of? What's <laughs> in the budget, you know? And I'm in this tiny box. I love the idea of let's reach for the stars and then dumb it down. Yeah. You that, know, sometimes though, when you have the budget, when you have the limits, it allows you to be creative with those limits. Right. Like I'm not, I don't have a amazing mic to record dialogue. So that's why I really try and shoot mostly non-dialogue stuff. Yeah. Um, with music videos, I like movement. I really like being able to tell movement in a story. Yeah. So the most basic thing I do is I set up a very small story that can be connected from beginning to end. It doesn't need to be a lot. I try to limit my videos to about three to four settings. Yeah. And within those settings, they all have to just connect in one way or another and they don't always sometimes they're just nice scenes that fit the vibe but at least where there's scenes where i'm not explicitly like you know rapping to the camera i try to make something interesting happening either a interesting camera movement or interesting clothes something you know there was one where my cousin directed ron he's doing a lot better you know he's he was a business major actually and really wanted to get involved and has been getting more and more involved. So he did really good with this video pieces. And it was really dramatic. You know, I took my whole heart out and everything. And I was like, see, that's really good. There were obviously, like, I always have gripes with everything I make, with everything that comes out with my name on it, because there, there needs to be a standard. And that right. standard should always increase as you increase. Absolutely. But, absolutely. Uh, wow, I love that. And because I was trying to put, like, that's exactly what it was. Like, I'm watching your videos, and I'm like, God, there's something that's, instantly enjoyable and, and you and you kind of hit on all those points and, and it makes a lot of sense why because it, you go right into it like movement movement is key yeah people good love there's movement. always good camera movement i love you know yeah you always choose good style you, re, you really do have a great eye for that kind of stuff and so i i do want to segue into so you're also an actor yes you, you do you work in in movies independent films right now oh, i can really say that before i was like yeah i've acted in my own videos i have acted in things yes where i was not the creator <laughs> yes yes um i'm curious 
do you ever write music from the perspective of a character? Not necessarily like a character from a film you're working in, but do, does, does your songs always come from you? So recently I'm trying to keep it more to me, but sometimes to reach for emotions because you know how it is. Like when you really are feeling a song, you know, there is a specific emotion you're, you're touching, you're getting, you're pulling out, whatever you want to call it. When writing that, the most raw, authentic is when whatever situation happened to make you feel like that, you are in and you're like, I'm going to write. But, you know, I'm not always in that situation. Not everyone yeah. is in like, you know, some people are actually in a good place sometimes and they don't want to, you know, get fucked It's up. a hard place to write from, though, honestly. Like, yeah. Happiness can be harder. It can be so. <laughs> I was like, yo, how do I just write about something happy? This is wild. Yeah. yeah. But. There are experiences from people I've met, people I've dealt with, things that I've gone to, and sometimes I like to reach into those and not really like create a character, but formulate a specific thing from I it. I totally get what you're saying. I love that. I love that. Some, you know, because I've been, for me, it's hard to write from another perspective besides myself, you know, and, and, and so I'm always curious and I always respect when people are able to kind of put themselves in other people's shoes and write a song from that perspective. Yeah. That that's something. And when you're able to key into that, you know, like you you know, creativity can almost be endless if you can just tap into anything, yeah. you know. If you know how to cool. tap into it properly, it can be endless. The hardest part some people really cling to that raw energy and what they don't realize sometimes is you do have to force it in order for at least like something to come out, yeah. you know. You don't, you're not going to sit there and, and have a blade and only ever use it for combat. That's <laughs> ridiculous. You know, it's going to wither. It's going to get dull. You need to sharpen it. You need to be practicing because even though something, you know, as like you're not getting in that insane battle and you're drawing blood, but you're, you're practicing. You're making sure your form's up that. today. You're making sure you're leveling up because when it's time for that to happen, you're on your A game. Yes. That kind of segues into another question. So, I mean, I was listening to your stuff. It's hard to kind of put you in a box, which is always good. I love that kind of stuff. There's too much good stuff out there to 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 kind of just be like, I'm gonna make hip hop. I'm going to make yeah. blah blah blah. Where you kind of you kind of toe that line. Is it pop? Is it hip hop? Do you find I, I find now? Correct me if I'm wrong because I'm still kind of digesting all of your music. You have a pretty impressive catalog to get through. <laughs> Did it start with rap and lead into the singing or has it always been rap and singing, rap and singing, whatever the beat calls for? It's always been rap and singing, but all, but hasn't. So it's weird because like growing up a lot of different influences, like I love, I loved rap, but I wasn't allowed to listen to rap. You know, my parents, you know, were split up at a young age. My mom loved pop, Spanish music, things like that. Um, you know, indie music. I heard a lot of Coldplay when I was younger. That was kind of nice. John Mayer, a lot (laughs) of that good stuff. Um, And then my dad you know, when I was with, when I got to see him every now and then, we would listen to like 80s rap, like, you know, cleaner stuff, which yeah. always like LL Cool J. I take a muscle bound man and put his face in the sand. And like, <laughs> that was like my introduction to like rap in the beginning. Um, and then as I got older, like, you know, I started getting, mm, what was it? Like exposed to better rap, I would say. Yeah. Thug rap, um, Wayne, a lot of different things. And for me, I loved how they could just string words together. No other genre has ever impressed me more than hip hop purely with how they can write. Even, I'm not going to sit here and say every person who sits there and raps is, you know, great <laughs> at this skill, but there are even artists who aren't known as lyricists and they are still good because they mastered the art of like communicating 
and it comes off smooth. They yeah. know what words to choose, where to place those words to invoke certain feelings. And that always drew me to hip hop. And that's why I started in hip hop. But I also loved bands. I loved, you know, I loved Linkin Park. Yeah. If I was like, if I could master that, I would. And I had to work on my voice a lot, you know, even learning autotune. Like, you don't just turn on autotune and you're fabulous. Although that would be amazing. Right. You know, T-Pain has a beautiful voice. And every time yeah. someone says, T-Pain uses too much autotune. It's not like trash. I'm like, shut up. Have you heard him without it? Yeah, for real. He, is a, he has a gorgeous voice. Auto-tune yeah, just, he it's uses his style. as an instrument. I'm yes. actually a huge fan of, of auto-tune as a style and an instrument, mostly because I don't have a perfect voice and I, I like to sing. See, you know, you know it's like, like that. yeah, let's let's make do with what we got. But I you find that. the pocket that you sound best in and then you go with that. And yeah. that's kind of what happened with like my singing. I found pockets that like I sound best in. There are pockets that I like that I'm not good in. Sure. What I do is I practice those until yeah. they're good enough to actually lay down. And then throw on the track. Yeah. Yeah, but you've definitely found your pocket. Holy shit, you have a unique tone. I wrote it down several times as I was listening to your stuff. I love the tone of your voice. And I again I can't be like, oh, it kind of sounds like you know, you know those artists where you hear them and you're like, Yeah, oh, Kid Leroy is your favorite guy. Oh, no yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. Oh, All these new like guys coming out, person. it's like, yeah, post Malone, Kid Leroy. All right. Yep. And I love post Malone. Oh, he's fantastic. I, I really do enjoy Post Malone. The thing is, I don't even want to be a... It's not even about being a copy. It's like... Influence. Yeah. Take, take what you need from everywhere. That's all these artists yeah. are. It's like, you think they just woke up one day and was like, oh my God, I can sing just like this. Right, right, right. People get hooked on like originality and having to be like completely different. And it's like, you know, like that's not true. You know, <laughs> Picasso said the best artists steal. Great artists invent the best artists steal. Which is crazy to think about, but he's inspiration not is a real thing. Exactly, yeah. we all it's grow the most up important on different thing. things, right? And that's just the same thing. As an adult, we feel a little more conscious about it because we're learning, we're actively pulling things. But even me, there are times where I hear a beat, I hear an artist, and I literally write. I shit you not. I don't care if people give me shit for this. I write to their flow. But then when I go on it on my own track, it never comes out the same right. because I'm not right. that artist. No, I've done a similar thing where it's like, it's usually during like a writer's block or if I'm hooked on something, it's like, all right, mm -hmm. well, let's get this out of my system. Let's take that that I'm so inspired by, like too inspired by. Have you ever heard an EP or like a new song from an artist Yes. that over inspires you and yes. you're like, God, I just want to sound just like that. And you have to like shake that off yep. and then take what you need from it and move on. Yep. You know, I'm horrible because like I love J. Cole. So anytime he drops, that's what happens. I'm just like, you know, um, I'm just sitting there like, oh, I need to be this. How Dude, can the I worst is when you're like right about to drop a body of work and then they hit you then with a song and you're like, like this oh, whole no. fucking EP sucks. Like, what what was I even making? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. But it's beautiful at the same time because yep. that's how much music affects us, you know, and we want to be ourselves but we can't help but to admire like what came before and what inspired us to start in the first place. You yeah. know, it's hard to like kind of move on from that. The but. important thing is knowing how to add yourself because to tell someone just like, Hey, just be yourself. That's like, it's really shitty advice because that's really ambiguous. It's just like really vague. Hey, be yeah. yourself. What the hell does that even mean? Right. Just be comfy, you know, right. be when it, when it feels forced, it is forced. Things that like just kind of happen naturally, it doesn't really matter the rest of the process anymore. You know, it, it just matters when how much of your authenticity, I guess, you put in it. Yeah. Um, whether that's switching up how you speak, your vocals, your your pacing. You're like, you know what? I'm a 
I'm gonna be, I like trap music, I really fucking like trap music, but I'm gonna, instead of being, doing triplets, I'm gonna switch it up and do something, like, a little different, that's how I feel. Right, right. Go ahead, yeah. like, go nuts, but put a bit of you in it. Too many people see an artist they like, and they're like, y'all wanna be that artist. Not like that artist, not in the but same But are they area. artists? The most people yeah. that I see that end up doing that are in it for the wrong reasons in the yeah. first place, you know, that they didn't find music, or, you know, music didn't find them, you know, it didn't, they don't have that urge to create. They, you know, they, they, they kind of see cool things happening, and they are inspired by that, yeah. you know. But to the point where they have nowhere else to turn, but but just try to do that. Yeah. Where I think it's good that we are conscious yes. of our influence, and we don't let it take over, and we stay true to ourselves. But we're also, yeah, you know, g- genre bending and just taking bits from everywhere and, yeah. and making it our own thing. I like how you said that. You know, as long as you're just continuing to check in with yourself yeah. and make sure like is this me yeah that's how i like to personally do it you know a lot of a lot of people like to just make sure they're having fun and you know for those people i'm not really gonna bother them because if they're having fun first and foremost i don't care exactly i'm like if you're creating something i'm not gonna hate on it yeah like i'm 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 gonna hate on it if you're like sitting there making something it's complete ass you're ignoring the foundations (laughs) and you're like yo this is amazing because i did it like i'm gonna be like excuse me son you might want to take a step back there yeah yeah or yeah exactly yeah i may hate on it in private but at the same time oh i'm a hate on it to your face (laughs) i'm horrible hey they gotta grow right you know i learn somehow you gotta tell them that's the thing like my boy told me to that's like for that sure exactly <laughs> right that's that's what it is Shit. people told me how it was like, when I'll it be honest, sucked. that ain't it that's and bad. it was helpful right it was helpful i knew my girlfriend was going to be around for a long time when like we first started dating within the first two months you know she found out i made music you know yeah. i was making music and i showed her something and she's like wow that sounds like shit and i was like oh wow hi <laughs> hi there and, you know most people like um oh wow, that's good well wow, that sounds like music she was like that's garbage Right off the bat, the first song you ever showed her? Right, well, no, because it turns out one of her friends was a fan of mine. Hey. And she was like, oh, my God, I heard of you before. And I was like, oh, look at me. Oh, that's tight. Um, But she'd heard something new I was making. And I had shown her, and I was like, hey, what do you think of this? And she was just straight up, that that is garbaggio, hot garbage, oh flaming God. trash. Throw <laughs> it away and put that. it back. Yeah, yeah. So when did you start... Making music, you did mention high school with the, with the team. That's kind of when the team started. When did you yeah. personally like? So I started writing in seventh grade. Okay. Um, and it was really bad. Like I think my first performance to people was like it was Pi Day. Okay. And they were like, "Yo, you know, I mean, the teacher didn't talk like that, but I'm gonna speak like that." <laughs> yeah, right. Like, "Yo, little bitches, you need to do something for Pi Day. You have two choices. You could either." make a picture or a song. And I was like, a song. You know, I was a little seventh grader. I had yeah. my notebooks, and I was like. And I remember the time, I don't know why, but I really liked Andy Milanakis at the time. Oh, Not as like an artist, but like I was just watching the show a lot. Right, right. So I was like, you know, that intro is kind of dope. Let me see if I can. Uh, uh. So I took the intro of that and I just turned it into a like a rap about Pi Day. <laughs> and everyone was like, whoa. Oh, hell yeah. This nerdy, skinny, dumb, dumb looking kid can rap. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Even though I couldn't rap. But pretty much when you're a little kid and you rhyme some words together, everyone goes nuts. That's rapping. And then. I kept making music, writing it until about like right before high school. I went to like the Boys and Girls Club and I was like, okay, maybe I can try and record something there. Yeah. And they had a cool setup. I just never had the money and I was like, oh, darn. Oh, you had to pay. Sucks. Yeah. It's not like a free thing, you know? I wish. Yeah. But it's whatever. Um, I know. I remember Josh, when he got into Burncoat, 
he they had a music magnet program and they let him take home equipment you know he brought a drum set home once and that's like essentially how he started to get like a mic um he ended up getting a pc i think around like his sophomore year in high school this is your producer uh my engineer yep so my engineer um essentially was doing it um first wait so you have an engineer and a producer yes so the engineer strictly records you you go over to him he records your shit yep sometimes we hang out have a few drinks oh sure yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. but yeah he actually is an artist himself he makes his own music he records his own music he actually produces as well he started producing beats you know him and emil were great friends like that because they were producing together and they have such different styles josh is very i would call like not sample heavy but his we'll call it the sample of the melodies that are in his beats he produces are insane. Emil is the 808 God. That boy can get your, get your head bobbing real quick. While yeah, Josh yeah. could probably make you feel something that you didn't want to today. So did Josh produce fireworks? No, actually I don't, I think neither of them produce firework. I was going to say, where'd you get that sample clearance? Oh my goodness. So <laughs> I didn't even, I don't think I got clearance for that, which if I snitch myself out, I guess it's okay. But <laughs> It was a producer named Kina, and I heard one of his songs, and I was like, yo, I emailed him, and I was like, yo, I, wanna, I want to do, get on this. How can I pay for potentially stems? I was, yeah. was going to pay whatever. But he never responded to me, and as a reckless artist, I was like, fuck it, I don't care. I ripped the song and fucking went over it with what I could. Yeah. And then I got a cease and desist email from like, his people, and I was like, oh, you want to you wanna hit me up now? Well, now I'm going to leave you on red. Oh, wait, so he sent you the season. Yeah, like I was like, you you ain't gonna hit me up. I'm willing to pay you for stuff, but right. I make it and suddenly we're suddenly you wanna hit me up? No. So that's where it got left? That's where it got left. I yeah, know, I ain't respond. I was shit. like that's nope. your biggest song right now. I know. I was like, How are <laughs> you gonna do that, that to me? Like, damn and, and you crushed it. That's a good damn song. Thank you. Yeah. I wrote that in an Amazon van. In an Amazon van? Yeah, I was working for Amazon at the time. Oh, okay. And I was just not with the shits <laughs> and like the beat was playing and i was like shut it out shut i was just fucking going <laughs> off and i was like you know what if i have i was like if i wrote this down this could this could sound pretty good so like i parked on the side and just wrote the song for Hell a little bit yeah dude oh my god some of my best songs have been written during shifts Random and jobs places. that i did not <laughs> want to be at man that's what we gotta do i remember i would write so much when i was working this was um early college when my first tape wanted um i was working a lot as a server at a country club okay and i would just go down because apparently everyone was cool with smoke breaks like no one questioned anything i didn't smoke like that i mean i smoked a little herb i always smoke herb yeah, yeah. but i wasn't smoking cigarettes so the chefs the line cooks all of them i need a quick cigarette break go whatever no one would complain no bitch so i would just use that and i'd go down chill yes. 10 minutes right Go back. Songwriting up. break. Hold on. Beat a new fifteen. Be right I back. I love that. That's a new smoke break, dude. <laughs> That's oh yeah. Awesome. I just need a quick uh, verse break. You know. Yeah. Just get some get some bars out. I'll be back. <laughs> Stressful that. day. And the boss is just like, you got it, pal. I know. Yeah, like, that'd be great. Luckily, that'd be incredible. I I wish they gave that to me more when I was teaching. The good thing about that was when I was teaching and I didn't have classes, I would just leave, use that time, do whatever I wanted. Yeah. But now I don't have to worry about that. Now I, I am my own boss. Oh, for real? Yeah, I, I officially quit the nine to five scene about a Congrats. month. Thank you. It's Holy officially shit. been a month and some change. But wow. Once we got the LLC, I like, I don't know, like I was feeling really weird last year. And like, while I enjoy teaching art, oh yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, what is going on with me? <laughs> COVID got me fucked up and unsocial. But, you know, 
while I was going through all that, I was teaching art for high school and I was like, I, I like this. This is fun. Why am I still depressed as shit? Why is this like, I'm like, I'm doing something in my field that I yeah. should be enjoying, but I wasn't enjoying it really. And over the summer I was like, all right, if I'm going to go ahead and talk this shit and be sad about how I can't do this, I need to find a way to bring in more income for the team for myself. Yeah. Um, so around like May, March, I started recording for, you know, um, people here and there. I started actually trying to promote it. Cause before I would take pictures, get a hundred dollars here and there, yep. record little things. But I started trying to take it seriously and I was promoting myself. I was doing videos and I think my first couple months I had about eight clients, which wasn't much, but I was like, I made, you know, my first month I made around $800 and I was like, that's awesome. That's one check that they pay me from school. And shit, if I, I made that myself in a right. month, what, what if I can, you know, bring it, bring this up a little bit by the third month, by like June, I had gotten up to $2,000 a month and I was incredibly happy. I was making okay, more than, thank you. I was making essentially more than I was making at the school. So I was like, okay, I got a break for right now for myself, Love from that. myself. Love I was that. like for your oh. company that you started with your homies. Dude. Exactly. Love and I was that. like, if I can do this for the entirety for the next, I, I wanted eight months. I was like, if I can do this eight months straight hit like at least over 1800, which yeah. is what the school was paying me at the time. I was like, then I'll feel like I can do this. Yeah. You know, months, next couple months happens. I was hitting my, hitting my goal, hitting over the goal, doing great. And then September came, it was time to go back to school. And I was just not in it anymore. I my, my like, I, I felt bad. Well, you saw the light. Yeah. I saw <laughs> the like, light and yeah. suddenly I was a moth adrift to a flame. <laughs> exactly. I just like, I was, I had no spirit to be in there. You know, even teaching art, I, I gave my spirit. I was like zany. The kids love me. Oh, I'm you sure. know, I'm, I'm from the same neighborhood as them. So like I, I'm with the what shits. What grade was it? This was high school. This was oh, about, wow. um, I did freshmen through seniors. Damn, so I had, I had a whole works. Wow. That, but they that, gave me the bad kids. I was going to say that, that, that sounds like a blast, but also like, ah, oh, God damn it. At some point, you yeah. know, like, you know. I love the bad kids because I was, I was, you know, the they're all going kid. to art oh, yeah. to just like dick off. Oh yeah. 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 I was like, this is the classroom where it's allowed, <laughs> Yeah. but let's not make it a habit to right, disrespect right, right. me. Right. Exactly. Um, you got to walk that line. Oh yeah. yeah. It was a, and it was great. I got a lot of fans from that. I got a lot of support because obviously yeah. they hear a teacher makes music. I'm not shy about that. Right. I had, before even I jumped in, we had the home studio at the 21st. Um, and when I was living with them still, yeah. and we already had high school students come in and record from, from the area oh, we had gotcha, had, we were, gotcha. Josh was building his clients already. Yep. So when I went to apply for the schools, I was like, I just wanted to let it be known. I do have a side business. I've had some students in here. Yeah. I don't plan to stop. And they're like, Hey, do what you want to do. So yeah, that, lo that and transparency behold, is huge oh, yeah. up front. That's awesome. Huge. Yeah. Three years in, like I gained a lot of fans from the school. I, I sold a lot of merch. Um, and the kids loved me for it. Because I actually was doing this. I wasn't, I don't know what it is. Like, you know, they hear it. You were selling me. merch to the students? Oh, yeah. I was selling merch <laughs> to the students. That. Are you kidding me? I would be like, they're like, you got merch? I was like, damn right, I do. I got a website. <laughs> Rocking on a t shirt. Like, yo, who's that? That's my art teacher. <laughs> that is awesome. That's me, I love baby. The, the booty day. Oh, yeah, with the big old peach on the back. Had to do it to him. But <laughs> I love that. Respect. Yeah. Respect. It felt good. Like, when I quit, everyone was really supportive. I, I had really. I was really worried because like it hadn't been the eight months, but I was like, I can't do this anymore. So September 17th, I was like, that's it. It's my last day. I'm donezo. What'd you do? Peace. Like the first two weeks? Not even. A week. Yeah, I did like I did like a week and a half total no in school. Shit. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was like, I was trying to make it till March. Yeah. Couldn't do it. But I don't regret it because in that in this time, in the last five, six weeks, I've 
gotten a lot more clients. Yeah. I felt a lot sturdier. Hell yeah. I, I feel great because I'm doing it for myself. I've had more time to work with me, work on music. While I have less time to work on my own personal shit right now, it's not bad. I'm only saying I only see it as not bad because like when you're I was, growing your company. Exactly. Yeah, the, the backbone of all the music. You're it, still working towards your goal. Exactly. Instead of putting in eight hours to a to yes. a institution that has nothing to do nothing to do with it. With, yeah. Yeah. That's huge. That's, That's bit, awesome. That was really important to me because like being in any other job, school, Amazon, working in restaurants, odd jobs. I was working like three years ago. I was working at um, Be Good, flipping burgers. Yeah. I was at the bottom. I, <laughs> yo, listen to anyone listening. Three, three years ago, I was flipping burgers. <laughs> now I make more than the teachers who said I need to get a degree. Holla at me. Respect. Um, Respect. <laughs> I love that. I love that's the goal that I was so I was literally beside myself because literally that whole summer, you know, my girl's family, God bless them. They're amazing. Um, but they were like, I was I kept talking. about. I was like, I don't want to keep doing this. I want to just do things for me. And they're like, that doesn't seem like realistic. This and this, you should get your degree. That way they can pay you more teaching. And I was like, if I can make more than a teacher, I'm not going to spend the money to get my degree. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. So I did it. I proved it to myself, and now I've just been hustling ever since. I love that, brother. I love that. Keep going, man. Oh, yeah. So Can't stop respect. now. Hell, yeah. I love that. So I do want to know, like, I mean, you just, when, when did the short film come out? It wasn't a couple months ago. It felt like. Yeah, it came out three months ago. Three months ago. Wow. Yeah. So you're still right off that. I mean, what's the next step? I know. Step? It's crazy. I mean, after a feat like that, did you take a breath? And we're just like, I mean, all yes this. Yes and no. Right. All this <laughs> transpired. It sounded like you had quite I was a like, bit I'm going to take plate. a break. Just does something completely different to yeah, yeah, yeah. fill in the fucking gaps. Yeah. But so are you working on a next record? Oh yeah. Do you have single? What's what's I have on? a whole project already. Love it. So right now I have the cover being worked on. Okay. Uh the projects right now it's just labeled interpersonal. Okay. So Ever After was about my relationship. These next three at least projects I'll call them. Yeah. EPs will come and go. Um that project was about my relationship with another person, a specific another person. Yeah. It was a relationship with a lover and learning how to move on from that. Yeah. Now it's this project, my relationship with myself. Um, and, and there are bits, obviously my relationship with other people, but it's a lot more focused on me. Yeah. It's a lot more focused on um, a lot of my personal shit. I can't like, I'm not going to say I'm like, I'm not going into too much detail to hide secrets. Like, no, it's more like, wow, it's really hard to like sit there and say it all. But in a yeah. nutshell, it's just like I had, all right. In my in my old room at the studio before I moved out, I had a I would I would obsessively write on my walls because I'm crazy, you know. I'm <laughs> hey, I'm an artist. An artist yeah. <laughs> Apparently, when you say that, everyone's like, oh, you know, makes sense. Yes. If totally. I was like, oh, I was a doctor, they'd be like, you sh- you but sure about crazy? That? <laughs> yeah. But but you write on your walls? <laughs> Are you sure? Um, and there were like a lot of like affirmations. So that's like one person called it that, and they're like, I love your affirmations because like my roommate went in there and I didn't want anyone to see. Yeah, and I was like, you saw my wall. He's like, yeah, I just had to put something in your bed. My bad, man. But I really, I really think your affirmations are cool. I'm like, they're not affirmations because a lot of them are yelling at me. Like I'm gonna like fucking do better. Well, like, good for that person to be so kind. Man. Yeah, it was, it was like, oh, I saw your affirmations. Not yeah. like. Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> hey, it's yeah. like my, my girlfriend, especially. She would sleep in that room and she'd watch when, like, when I put new words up. She knew when, like, I had something new added, and she'd be like, "What happened? That like that you put that up there?" It was really, it was great to do that because, you know, I felt crazy for doing it, but no one else made me feel crazy. And now that is like That's, the cover of the next. That means you surround project. yourself by the right people with the right oh, people. Oh yeah. Sometimes I like. I'm like. When like some people aren't around, I'm like, are you guys even worth being around my life? <laughs> but then I realized like, you know, at the end of the day, I am very blessed for the people that I do have around me. Like, Sounds like it. They, they have to deal with their own shit. 
you know? And it sucks because sometimes I wish that they were just free and we could all do things together on a much better schedule. Yeah. But that's not the case. Just because... I wish it too. Yo, it's it, Adult it life happens. sucks, bro. It, Adult it life and then sucks. trying to like balance... I hate calling... I don't call music a hobby. It's not a hobby for us, you know? It's, it's what no. we need to do. But to get there, I mean, to get to the point where you've got, you know, it, it, it's it's so hard. There's so many hurdles. It's so much yes. more than a hobby. Um, a hobby is when you're when you're not making a living from it. And even then, there yeah. Are but people... even then, I would take it. I would take that, you know, because like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Music in the word hobby, you know, I think of hobby like putting together some tra- or music is a way of life. Yeah, honestly. you kind of have to be in it when For you're making people, music. Yeah, yeah. Some people kind of just like. I I've met people who don't really put that much effort on tracks, and even right. then, oh, I've they met hobbyist musicians. Yeah, I got a yeah. couple buddies with the guitars still in their room, and they pick it up, for, yeah. you know, from here to there. Oh, when it comes to that, that is one thousand percent me. I like bought a guitar because I was like, I need to teach myself chords. So I'm I curious if you play any instruments or anything. Yeah, yeah. I can't say I play. I actually no, fuck that piano. I play because that's actually an instrument I like. Oh hell yeah, not good. That's tough, dude. But I am. Oh, I am trying. I've yeah. gotten better to the point where like I've recorded myself, put it up. I've like tried to make things from scratch. I've oh, used wow. pieces and tried to put it into put it into songs. I'll record, but two fingers at a time, you know. And oh my god, the whole the like harmonies. like <laughs> I'm like yeah. Emil is so good at. It. He'd be like just like all right, let me just. He knows uh, what he wants to hit, that. like, because he's not this dedicated piano player, but he knows what he wants to hit and yeah, he knows yeah. how to make it work. And I'm like, that is where I'd like to be. Right. You know, I don't see myself as a person who's going to get on stage with the guitar and start shredding with the vocals sure. or like have my instruments live. I'd like people playing those live instruments. Yeah. I really do love the vocals. I love how. It's so nice to be free and just rock you the know, mic and I just love yeah, it. focus on the show, dude. But Absolutely. being able, like we were talking about before, doing other parts to understand it. That's that's huge. Yeah. My engineer and my producer could probably make better music than me if they wanted to because they know they're so much more in tune with it. And that's my opinion. You mean vocally or altogether? I mean, altogether. You guys all, it, it sounds like it takes the three of you to make the music. It takes the three of us to make the best music. Yeah. Every time we've made. So key. Exactly. Yeah. Every time we've made our best stuff, it was when all three of us are really just in it. Um, and yeah. whenever I feature with Josh, I love those tracks. He is, he's so good vocally because he's sitting there always manipulating my voice. And the thing is his other clients as well. He's not just, you know, Oh, I recorded you. I'm done. All right. I'm gonna slap some presets on it. Call it a day. He's, right. he literally cares for everyone's voice, how their sound, you know, affects, um, the listeners, you know, like the specific frequencies that'll invoke certain emotions. Yeah. He's really in tune with that. And see, the, that's the benefit of having your exactly. a dedicated engineer. Yeah. dude. Like, Oh my God. When I record, I'm the, the writer, the producer and yeah. the engineer. And you it's have to whole like lot. split your brain in three ways. It sounds like you have a well-oiled machine, you know, besides the, the fact that everyone's dealing with the adult yeah. life. And I was like, I can't say well-oiled yet. Right, right, right. But it is a machine. Right. <laughs> I mean, it sounds well-oiled. I mean, with to just see the other side of it and the content you guys oh, crank yeah. out, I mean, it has to be going pretty well. <laughs> I mean, as, as you know, obviously, behind the scenes, things are always different. But Absolutely. Especially in this, you know, in your oh, yeah. 20s, this, you know, trying to pay the bill, you know, you're becoming way, an adult and you're becoming independent and trying to do this yeah. with the homies. It's, oh my God. <laughs> it's, it, it's crazy because like, I'm, I'm not, I'm sorry to talk about money. I am not a rich man by any means. Neither am I. Um, you know, <laughs> We're indie artists, baby. <laughs> be like that. You know, for once it feels good though, to not have money, but know that I've put like, a percentage of what I made into the team account. I have my bills paid. I can eat. 
And if I would like to go to the bar and maybe get one single drink, I will do that. Yeah. I'm going to do it on the pregame as you still. should. But I think that has been like the best feeling because it's made, you know, the stress of just not having enough money. Obviously, there are certain things I can't get. There's a $10,000 camera that just came out. I want to get that. Yeah. I want to get a new camera. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got money like that. But I sure as hell know I can save. I know oh, yeah. that I can do great work with what I have right now, whether it's the music equipment or my visual equipment. And that has made me like so much happier. Yeah, it sounds like you have the like the discipline necessary to to make that work. Like to to work for yourself is not easy. Not everybody can do it. I mean, no. you know, and you have all the necessary ingredients, it sounds like you have the passion behind it, but that discipline, you know, to go and put in the work. Yeah. To, when you're scheduling yourself, sometimes it's easy to be like to take the day off i'm gonna take the day like, off yeah you're getting out there you know how are you finding these clients i feel like i've seen on your instagram you're taking pictures of burgers you're taking like oh, yeah. more some ad placements they look awesome thank you yeah you're really crushing we it just but how are you getting those clients so it's a mixture of things so i've one of my first clients was a family member of mine um diego mclean um and he is he, I mean, he's not like, it's one of those, like my, my dad grew up with him in the hood and they were like, you know, it's my brother. So yeah, that's my, yeah. that's my uncle now. Hell yeah. Doesn't Hell matter. Yeah. But he, um, has been huge with Worcester basketball. You know, he okay. ran sting. It was an AAU team. Um, he created sting, still runs sting. And they started when I was a kid, they were doing like little, um, gym sessions in the YMCA. And now he has his own facility with two full size courts, a barber shop, a whole like weights room for like the kids. Oh, and he does yeah. great for the community. He started offering me jobs. To like, he was like, yo, how about you come in for me? You know, you, you know, I want to get some social media stuff out there. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to work the camera. I'm like, let me, let me try it out. Yeah. We did a couple of things and like, it started just going from there. But the biggest thing also, legwork. Being like willing to hit people up, trying to put deals out, hitting up artists and being like, hey, I shoot videos. I would like to do this. Yeah. My, um, my cousin, Ron, who handles, um, on the team, he is what we call the financial advisor. Um, he handles a lot of the, um, promotional stuff. Uh, marketing, things like that. He went to school for business. That is his forte. Although he wants That's to jump cute. into art now, it is it is great because I like to see people learning other things. Yeah. Although I guarantee you, I stress this man out with it. I, I'm sorry <laughs> if you listen to this. I'm sorry because I know when he tries to learn, I am on his ass. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not I'm not I'm not sweet all the time. I'm very <laughs> put that shit away. Don't talk to me right now. I'm working. <laughs> like, hey, but been there. It, it's like that sometimes. Yeah. But hey, it's you gotta do it. He he did put some legwork and get me some food clients because you know he did um, restaurant management, so he knows that side. Okay, and he's he when I say this boy loves food, yeah, he he would probably spend every minute eating <laughs> at different restaurants. He like he's the person he's the friend you have where if they have those secret spots, they're like yo that does like these crazy hot dogs. Right, he right. knows about it. Yeah, he's yeah, like yo yeah. I was just there, it's delicious. <laughs> Yo, this place down at what's it called? These cool signature donuts. I'm like, where do you find these yeah, spots? Yeah, right. But it's because he loves it, right? And he gets me a lot of my food stuff. The taco spot, I did um an ad for them literally this morning. Um, that's another my aunt and uncle. Okay. Um, they over COVID, she was selling um plates of um food. She was doing the the birra tacos. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it got good enough where they have all their own storefront now. Oh, that's I awesome. was super hyped. I was in there. I was like, let me fit let 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 me film for you. Yeah. So let like, me do yeah, it. Yeah, let's go hard with the social exactly. media. Yeah. So we got to do something today. It was pretty quick. It wasn't a full length ad like I wanted to do, just because like, you know, they're still setting up business. So right. I tried to shoot a good thirty to forty second ad within literally, like I shit you not, they're forty minutes before they opened <laughs> and we knocked some shit down we yes. got six items down i took them all home and grubbed love it um but 
the clients, it's a lot of reaching out to people, trying to find like, I can't say always like friends of family because it's good to start with them, yeah. but it's it's really good to have family and friends who are actually supportive. Not yeah. the, oh yeah, if we do a quick discount, this and this. Right. Um, it, It's a bit of knowing your worth because a lot of people like to start, like I know people who picked up cameras a couple months ago. I'm someone who picked up a camera, I can't say a few months ago, I started charging six or so months ago. Right. I've been doing camera work since I was like freaking 19, 18, yeah. less than that. I had I had a YouTube account before it was like YouTube, you know, like 2000. Dude, I was making, seven. I was making, recording a VHS. Do you, do you yes. record a VHS and then you had to I've, plug it in, yo, play it back in real time? Yo, <laughs> now I've never had to do that and thank oh, God, oof. but you know those little, I remember when I was like, 11 i asked my mom for a little pocket camera yep. and i was recording um stop motion lego movies oh hell yeah. i was i was huge and Le- i loved legos i was like let yeah, me try yeah. this but like i was doing stuff i posted stuff deleted stuff <laughs> and like you know we yeah, all have still got stuff be out like there that, bro. it's gonna come back you know but i always tried to like do something with visuals because i i genuinely liked that part of art i like yeah. acting i like i like movies i like music Same. so i jumped between them yeah and yeah it's it's been really helpful, you know. Um, so luckily, it's just so hard to balance that time. It's yeah. so hard. Like I, I I was like I'm gonna take a break from music. So then I tried to do that movie thing. And then yeah, it's just you know the music just like the siren song just calls you back mm-hmm. every time I've tried to go and make a movie. You know, music eventually gets me, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, come on. The biggest thing is it's all about setting like a set schedule. When, yeah. I, when I film it's that discipline thing, you yeah, know, you know, falls back. And I'm, to and I'm bad. And the thing is, I, I appreciate when you say things like, you know, people say things like, you know, you seem really well disciplined. I don't feel it. I sometimes I wake up and I spend six hours doing nothing yeah. because my brain is not there. You know, I'm bipolar. I'm medically diagnosed. And that causes a lot of ups yeah. where when I'm up, I am killing it. I am great. I'm swinging for the fence. I'm doing yeah. wonderful. When I'm down, I'm doing nothing. And yeah, I work, you know, I know a lot of artists that, benefit off their mania you know yes. and use that to their advantage <laughs> mental illness and art what is up with that why does it go kind of hand in hand why why are we you know because it's I'm a form anxious of expression, and depressed and, and what yeah yeah exactly that's what it's that's like must you, be. you you know we that love talking won't always get it across like and this isn't to say like all artists are depressed or all depressed people are artists etc yeah. but a lot of the reason it's such a common trait is that right yeah common trait I feel like it's just that form of expression. You need to get this out. You have tried talking. You don't know how to say it or you don't want to talk, whatever it may be. Yeah. Words ain't doing it for you unless you're a, you know, a lyricist like me and you're like, I can't say this to you in person, but I'm going to write it down yeah. and I'm going to sing it and I'm going to have you head bobbing and maybe in the middle of it, you'll be like, oh my God, did he just say he wants to die? <laughs> what? Isn't that so true? But yeah, yeah. We're addicted to expressing, I guess. I a mean, lot of art is best because it kind of like, it can say things people don't always want to say and show images of things we're not supposed to see. Obviously, like, wait, we're going to way back real quick. Um, probably like, even like, I mean, even nowadays, obviously I don't think it's as big. That's a lie. Um, but like, propaganda things like that it is doing something making a point of something people are always aren't going to say themselves yeah you know um or people are thinking about they want to talk about that's in the back of their mind but someone needs to lead the pack 
And artists, I can't say they're all leaders, they're all trying to, but they're very willing to say whatever the hell is on their mind. And a lot of the time, people are people agree. That's what I was going to say. The beautiful thing is a lot of the times, I know from personal experience, it's helped me just to know that you're not alone. You know, that that's that's a huge thing that podcasting has done for me. I mean, you know, listening to podcasts is like listening to these long-form conversations and you hear someone you really respect or maybe someone you've never even heard of before, but they say something and you're like, holy shit, I do that too. Yeah, or I feel like, that exact way. That. And it's like, I thought I was the only one. But yeah. no, you know, and, and songs do that all the time. You know, but songs can almost do that on a subconscious level where you just like connect, you know, yeah. and you're like, this is just making me feel seen, yep. you know, and like lighter. Frank <laughs> Ocean is really good at that. Incredible. When I say like, and that's not that's not just him. It's a bunch of artists. He's just like a personal preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's really good at. He doesn't have to say the words that will ignite the emotion. Yep. His music purely does it. It yep. puts you in that feeling. A lot of it is nostalgia. Um, but it, it depends on like what what like nostalgia. I can't say nostalgia is like this specific emotion. It can be tied to a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's. A part of it it makes you rethink things you you're going back you remember a time when things were like this whether it's good or bad yes. um and being able to do that i think is where like at least music artists they shine they fucking shine yeah. some people don't have to put specific words like j cole j cole is very to the point you know sea world if you go back to friday night lights that is a beautiful track it is it could bring a tear to my eye but it's because he's laying out a story and he's being very very upfront about it in your face so you can't ignore what he's talking about you can't yeah. ignore what happened to that little girl but you have people like you know like frank ocean you have people like oh like her um like who's another one? Oh my god i forgot it's on the tip of my tongue that's okay either way these artists are really good sonically and they don't always have to say right too many things they can yeah. say four things and you're like i get it yeah yes. i feel you that is what it is is that is that what good art is maybe yeah. at some point you know like simplistic art is the hardest art because it's like ain't that the truth oh yeah and a lot of people think like oh that looks easy i could do that that's not art that's like copying right. and they can still hit it that's not to say because people especially these days they're very willing to accept whatever. They don't care if it's this high class art, how much thought's been going into it. Right. Does sometimes it work the for them? best songs can come in an hour and a half. Yeah. And sometimes the worst can be the overthought ones that take six months. Yes. You know? But also, you could easily whip together a piece of garbage in an hour and a half. You it, know? Exactly. Like, it, it, there, there's you could no spend five months on some doo doo. Right. It doesn't, it's not necessarily rushing through it or not putting a lot of effort if something comes quick. Yeah. If something is simple and easy, you know, because that artist, it's the intent, it's the thought behind it. It, you know, and if someone immediately is just like, oh, I just want to make something real quick because I don't yeah. want to put a lot of effort in. Well, that that shows. In the oh, heart. it shows. But, you know, a, you know, a true intention definitely shows too. no matter how much time. Time doesn't necessarily equal good art. No. Yeah. It's all. No. It's really the soul speaking. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. A lot of. Oh, I almost. Oh, we were just on that. And that got me. But, um, dude, let me tell you, like, I've heard it. I've felt it, and then I've heard it, and I truly believe, and tell me what you think, but I feel like artists, songwriters, painters, but I mean, I can relate mostly to a song artist, so I'm going to say song artist, but songwriter. I feel like we're in tune with a higher power. Sometimes do you feel like a song was channeled through you, just like came out, mm. or do you intentionally write every word on the paper? Sometimes, no, no, sometimes it definitely comes out 
and it just keeps going. Yeah. And then you look back and you're like, oh, that's what that was. Yeah. I love this. It's like the best way, the best way to say is like, it is a conversation. When I'm not trying to force the words, that is like when it is the most natural. Because when I'm talking to someone, I'm riled up. I just start going off. I don't stop. I'm not saying like or uh, I'm not pausing. I don't need to think of my point. I am just going, 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 and I can't be stopped. Yeah, that is the same feeling when when songwriting is natural. Yeah, but you know, yeah, back you to my point to of being back simple. and be like, yeah. what is the next part? It, oh you no, know what, what the next of? part is? Yeah, yeah, it's just coming and just coming. It doesn't yeah. mean you shouldn't do that to practice because even like oh, I sure. still I still practice and I'm still like, oh, what what could hit harder? Because I'll write a line and if a word doesn't hit. Um, I'll take it out. I'll try something new because at the end of the day, it doesn't take too much effort for me to do that. Yeah. But when something is forced, I've been trying to feel, get a lot better. with being like, you know, I'm going to stop because this is being forced. Yeah. You know, it was going back to that whole simplistic art. The only reason I, and I want to say this before, but the only reason I think uh, good artists can make simple art really well is because they took time to learn the foundations and understand the rules so they could then break and bend the rules to make it simple and fresh. Right. You they, can't right. Just, there may be 15 minutes on the paper technically, but there's a 20 lot. years of experience. There's right, a right, lot, right. That, yeah, goes the lot that goes into that. I get that. Like, I and, love that And point. I guarantee you a lot of them felt stupid at one point thinking the same thing every other artist thinks when they start breaching in the point of learning how to be simple. They're like, I've been looking at it all wrong the whole time. And it's like, no, you haven't. You had to look at it this way so you could see it. It's been in front of your face the whole time. Right. But until you went through the other thing, until you read, not read the book specifically, until you put the work in, that simple solution isn't even going to pop out. You know <laughs> what you're just saying? It. You just completely described like where I'm at right now, just in <laughs> life. Like that is, uh, that's yeah. what life is, right? Like you learn all these things as you go and you look back and you're like, God, I wish I knew that when I was 16. Yep. I wish I knew that when I was 20. It's like, well, then what the fuck would the point be? You know, yeah. you need to go through that. You need to experience. You need to grow. You need to learn to get you to where you're at. Mm-hmm. You're only doing it wrong if you don't learn yeah. from your mistakes or take everything that you've been inspired by and completely use that ignore it. And you're like, I want to be the same person I was when I was 14 for right. the entirety of my life. Yeah. And it's like, well, I think it's important for everyone. I haven't everyone. met any 14-year-old that I was like, never change. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously. There's a part of me that's like a piece of like someone's youthfulness, whether it's like their innocence. Oh, right. Never lose it. Never right. lose that. Take what you are, change. but continue. Change. Change. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't say I can't stand it, but it's a huge pet peeve when I see people complaining about current life, not just because it's hard. Trust, I get that. Complain all you want about a hard day's work. Go yeah. off. But when, you're, when you want to say that, you miss the days of high school. You miss the. You miss being that ignorant. Right. You miss right. being controlled by like any random adult. You miss having those limitations. I don't know about most people, but I don't care if whatever the differences are between now and then, responsibilities, all the stress. I would rather go through this a thousand times over than be a teenager again. Yeah. I, I feel so much more in control of the shit I'm doing. And instead of being like, oh no, such and such can't happen because my moms can't do it. Right, right, because right. my dads can't help me. It is all on me. And exactly. it is like, it's I'm the one who's going to get it done. It feels good. And in, in, in hindsight, life seems so much simpler back then. But yes. it didn't feel that way. It no. wasn't. I was stressed out. My dad was on my ass about grades and, and I got to do this and, and school drama seems so much. There's never a simpler time. I mean, oh, we no. can look back on it and be like, God, it was, it was so nice without time. responsibilities. But Oh, yeah. 
But to I, say, like, I want to go back and live I wasn't sitting back that? and being like, God, I'm so happy I don't have to pay bills. I, I didn't even understand. You yeah. Know? Right. And I can't. Right. Exactly. Every I think year. The it's first like year or two after high school, because I didn't know where to go, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it'd be nice if I could go back. Oh, no. Big but then you're doing same. it right if you look back and you're like, yeah, hell no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every time, like, I, there, there have been tons of times where I wanted to go back to, like, that feeling of freedom. Oh, yeah. Um, But I think that feeling was mainly when I was just doing things for everyone else right were we free we were living under someone yeah. else's roof we Even were working day jobs like are you really free are you, i'm like in a sense like I, again i'm not trying to come at anyone with day jobs if you are doing what you want and it makes you happy and you wake up every day and you can do it with a smile on your face that is doing what you want yeah. because at the end of the day we have to survive as right. kids we were taken care of if you're secretly telling me you miss your childhood because you were being taken care of and you didn't have to do anything. That's a whole nother problem you got to address. I, I respect that point. Yes, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. But. Yeah, adult life. It, we can bitch about it. It sucks. Hell yeah. But, but you know what I can also do? I can drink about it. <laughs> yeah. I can roll up a fatty and, and write like, about Ooh! it. Yeah. And I can write about it. But at the end of the day, it's what it is, right? We're doing what we got to do. Yeah. And it's all about what, what can we do to make the life worth living? Yeah. And if anybody's doing it right, it's you. I oh, mean, yeah. you, you're, you're on such a great path, you know, like building this company with your homies, working for yourself, seeing that you weren't happy in a position and making a, a I, I was going to say a change, but a huge change, a risky change yeah. and fucking doing it, brother. Keep on going. Oh yeah. Thank That's you. I is. can, I cannot stop. It feels too good. Right. Even though there are some times where it's the most stressful thing ever. I'm working more hours now than I've ever worked. Oh yeah. A job. I'm sure it is more and stressful. I love it. Right. But it, right, it's it's, it's more the stress you choose. Right, because it's well, gig based can always be stressful because sometimes you don't know. You know, it's not oh, like not. guaranteed tomorrow nine to five. You know, it's like I gotta I gotta grind. I gotta make sure I yeah. find more more jobs. I know? gotta make and sure then that I gotta I execute so it keeps going. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's the hard part. And all that, yeah. Because by the end of the month, making good I feel shit. Little, yes, right? yeah, that's the important part, right? You know, I, by the end of the month, I feel a little better. I'm like, okay, rent's paid, cool. But then the next month starts, and I'm like, here we go again. Yeah, yeah, never stops. Never stops. What do you mean it's not just going to keep coming in like this? I have to make it happen? What? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But you're making it happen doing what you want to do. I feel like everyone can do it. That's not to say everyone can be an entrepreneur. But I've learned from so many people who just, like, they have a nine-to-five, and that's what they want. Right, exactly. And they're just so happy about it like not just like the fake happiness like or like the i'm happy 24 7 like no their their lives are stressful <laughs> and they understand it yeah but when i say like they're grateful about being alive they can they're looking forward to the next day that's the shit that like inspires me that's the shit Absolutely. that it's like you're not like sitting there trying to tell the world i'm so happy i'm blah, look at how happy i am i never have a moment of doubt or sadness or anything like no when you know you're terrified when you know you're going through it, but you still got your head up and you're still just going. You just going living, hard. Baby, right? We're living. That's the that's the that's the that's the shit I like. Yeah, and those are the people that have found the mm-hmm. key. You know, they got it going on. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, if you're not happy, make make a change. You know, like oh, yeah. we get one life to live. Like let's not bitch about where we're at. Because I feel like life I say is that tough a lot for a lot of people. Oh yeah. Life is tough for so many other people that aren't even in this country. Oh my god! And like we even, can't even I couldn't even imagine. There are know? people who I lived in the same neighborhood with whose lives were ten times worse than mine. Right. You know, and and I'm sure there was same people 
10 times better. You know, there's a game, right? It's exactly. A, it's one of you the just got to focus on where you're at yep. and, and do what you can do. You can't compare your life to anyone else's. You can compare your reactions and be like, am I a piece of shit? You know? <laughs> yes. Like, that's what I try I and do. I love that. <laughs> like, yes. But like, where you're at and stuff, like, I, I stopped trying to do that because like, it made me, it made working, made trying to increase harder because I felt like I wasn't at the level they were, they oh, needed yeah. to be and at. social media like hypes that up to a hundred, dude. Like, Cause I like can't... You, everything needs to be this perfect thing. Yeah. Right. And you, and you know, you see people that are where you want to be and, and we're always focused on people who got what we don't, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like the biggest thing for, I love, the, hold on. I can't, before I forget, oh, no, I love that point of not comparing yourself to see where you're at, make sure you're doing the right, but comparing yourself to check in whether you're a good person or not. Yeah. I love that. I think that's important. Cause like a lot of people like really, especially when it comes to making money, which oh my God. exactly. You, I'm no, I'm sure yeah. you've seen it in the oh, industry. Brings out the worst. So many people are willing to like forego something just to make some money. And it's, it's wild to me because that does speak a lot. And even in the industry, people take notice of that. Yeah. Like they like, not everyone. There are slime balls who are making moolah. Right. And there are people who want to live like that. And they're not artists. I mean, those, most of the no, slime balls men. I've seen are not they're artists. Hustlers. Right. They get in for the business side. I don't know about you, but mixing money with music, something that I've loved and made since I was a, a tiny kid, it was tough for me. Like, and, and now as someone who's literally made it their job, was, was that something you had to adjust yeah. in, in bringing money, Huge. In, especially with the homies, you know, business with the homies now, there's this whole talk and was yep. that, was that a, there was a lot of that. Cause, yeah. um, luckily with Josh, Josh was always able to check me. Cause you know, as teenagers, you have those, yo, if we ever make it this and this, blah, blah, blah. Oh man, if we make it, I'd be able to do this and this, right. you know, and we'd always be like, you know, just make sure you're not a piece of shit, you know, make sure, you know, don't let the money get to you. Don't let anything like that get to you. Yep. But over time where it became like reality checks. Um, when I had to make a product of myself, um, when I started selling services, I would undersell because I was like, no, oh, dude, this is just, this is what I love to do. This is this. And I learned the big, the, the real meaning of know your worth. Not that fake shit people use to overcharge. Yeah. That's bullshit. When people are like, know your worth, I'm charging $300 for something that's really worth 20. That's stupid. Right. You know, knowing your worth is in like, Knowing how, knowing what will get you to the next point, but knowing where you're really at and what will deliver for someone. And so, like you said, like I've seen memes, you know, all the memes. Sometimes, sometimes there are good memes out there that like hit on a very strong point. And I saw one that it was like, it was similar to like, yeah, know your worth, you know. And it, it's like they're not paying for the camera or whatever they're paying for the years that you weren't charging like you said you've been shooting for years yeah. you know but you didn't start putting a price on it until yeah. you must have been like i'm worth this you yes. know i am confident in my craft and even then i wasn't putting the price that like people told me was worth it right because you gotta get in and yeah. build the clientele and and not sell yourself short but you need to be what's the word uh, affordable you don't want to scare people away you yeah. want to build that trust build your clientele and then get to the point where you can yes. fully officially charge for what you are exactly worth. yes that it's so weird because it's like i was telling this to my boy the other day and he, i said it and i don't it's not something to offend it's more like like he's like i i kind of get what people mean by you have to sell your soul yeah. and it's not like 
the bad sense of like, oh, I'm, I'll do anything. I'm the devil. I will do anything for money. I will take all these penises right here if it means I'll get 20 <laughs> bucks for it. Like, no. Like, it's like my soul, the music, the pure passion for art, whether it's visuals, music, writing, acting, I would do it for free. I would be more than happy to do things for free. But I ain't going to pay the bills. But I ain't going to pay the <laughs> exactly. bills, boy. Like exactly. I'm selling my soul when I realize I'm now going to, I have to upcharge like, okay, I, I do this video for you for 100 But now that bills need to be paid, my guy, yeah. I got to do it for 250 Dude, I'm having so many like aha moments as you're talking. That is exactly selling our soul. Music. This is pieces of us. This yeah. is our soul. This is us. You know, yeah. and we're now selling that. You, you have know? to. Like, it's like I have to survive. I'm sorry. Yeah. If we want to make this thing, our and you lives, can either find you know? some sort of happiness in that, or you yeah. can look at it with like, a lot of people get stuck on the whole like, no, no, I don't want to sell my soul for money. No, no. But you want to live, right? You want to make money, right? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. A lot of people like that. They're really worried about the big money. And it's like you you got you never start big unless you that person and rarely especially in this day and age does an artist just drop three songs and, and how frustrating famous how frustrating is it like I've met so many art not so many but like I've been doing this damn thing it sounds like you've been doing this damn thing too you know and then you meet an artist and they're like uh yeah you know I'm gonna cook up this song it's my debut and you know I'm just really hoping it pops off on TikTok and then you know we'll see where Yo. it goes from there and it's like. Yo. Oh my God! What? Even if it does, can you do it twice? Right, right. Yes, that is best case scenario. Yeah. But it, like, stop, stop thinking you're gonna pop off. Like, the plan can't be to pop off. I'm just gonna put it out there, and it's gonna do the work for me. That's the thing, know? though. Like, you can't. A lot of people like want to either go in this laxing on it too much, or they care too much about the the fame, the the notoriety of it, and or they not, care too much about their art. I've met. And oh, they never put it yo, out, dude. Do you have I any buddies true. that are? cooking up heat yes. and they've never put out a song all right so dude, i'm I not gonna it. put i'm gonna put them slightly on blast yeah shout out to gabe real quick you're on blast so I was right say, now, shout out to zay <laughs> like my engineer he makes wonderful music but he becomes such a perfectionist sometimes that That's he doesn't want to put anything out yeah. and i'm like boy he's gotten better at that he's been putting together a little project i've been oh, hearing yeah. little pieces here he thought he was sneaky you know we lived together and you know he tried to come out like you know months later and be like you know i'm working on a project I'm like crazy those things i heard at two <laughs> yeah I've been and, hearing that I, I heard some of it i'm looking forward to it uh, you know yes it, it's it's good that he was able to hone in on that um but yeah there are people or even the people that like have been doing this and they're so wrapped up in either what they've done or you know they got their head in their ass i'll say yeah you know, really full of themselves and they don't allow any other opinions to filter through you know there's a difference between like shit opinions and being like listen i don't want to hear that opinion that's that's just bad right and there's because art is so subjective it is kind of hard you know yeah and we want to grow we want to take the criticism but yeah you gotta kind of pick you gotta pick and choose sink in Yeah. yeah it's important i think to hear people out i always think it's important to do that will something work just because someone said it no if you try if you apply something because like sometimes um, like I got a buddy, he's not, he's not art, artistically inclined, but he loves to give opinions and I love it because he might be saying something and I can pick out like what he's trying to say. Right. And then I could add my little twist to it, yes. do my thing. Cause I actually, you know, do this, Yeah. but yeah. maybe I wasn't thinking about whatever he was thinking about. Right. You know, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm over here looking at certain specific things that when someone's like, Oh, have you tried this? But you can't look at it like, well, you don't do this. You can't tell me to do things. Right, because sometimes the the ignorant have 
amazing really opinions. Really great opinions. Yeah, because they're they not all wrapped up in yeah, it. Yeah. They just don't know the Plus execution. Exactly. Sorry. Execu- no, no, there no. it is. Yeah. That's the big thing. That's gonna that separates a lot of artists too, I think. Ideas versus execution. You can have the greatest idea in history. Amen, a dude. Poorly oh executed God. idea. How is many talkers bad. do you know, dude? So How many, many talkers? Oh, Seven. I got this idea for this. I'm I'm gonna start doing on this. It's like where the fuck's that happening? Exactly. I know a lot of talkers. The thing is, you can't just talk. The only reason I'm able to even do this now for a living is because I stopped talking yes, and I just started doing. Do. Yeah, those. The, you know, too many artists out there. Facebook stats got some shit coming. Some heat cooking yeah, up. Just do, do it, dude. Just make just the do heat because I haven't seen shit from you. Yep. You know, like. I've but, made those posts too, because like oh, I get it. I've been, day, I've been, of course, I'm guilty of it. Absolutely, oh, I did that. I did it like two months ago. But that's because I'm planning. Yeah. But that comes things. from a genuine spot where you just can't help but be hyped yeah. up when you're cooking. You're like, I, <laughs> I got like, to I let them know. Something. Yeah, I've been there too. I've been there too. But it's like that's because you're doing it and you don't want to say something. You're right. not. You're not doing it for the sake of saying something. Right. You're doing it, and now the most genuine authentic part of it is oh my god i'm so happy with this thing i need to tell everyone i need to tell everyone because you yeah exactly exactly exactly. it's right there but yeah you were talking about some people that get you know a little full themselves stuff goes through their head i don't know my experience as an indie artist has been very humbling i'll say that like you know you can't help but get your heart broken oh yeah over and over again because what we put in i can't imagine what you put into that ever after film album you know I've, I've put my heart and soul into projects too and then you put it out and it it's impossible to get back what you put in yeah. right and, and, and like it can it can crush you it can crush you but but you just the more you do it you build up that tougher skin mm-hmm. and you learn from those experiences and keep going and that's what i'm trying to tell my buddy who's who's afraid to put out his stuff it's like get to a point where you're not going to be embarrassed by the work you did but then allow the listener to hear your progression. Yeah. You know, because I'm so glad that I started putting out music so long ago. I listen to it and I'll tear it apart and I've gotten so much better. But mm-hmm. isn't that the fucking point? It, if I put out the best shit I'll ever make, that's going to be on my deathbed. That's going to be the last song I ever wrote. And then that is it. You yep. know, it's like, it's not about perfection. But again, I have respect. I, any Every artist should do what they need to do with their art and put it out when they're ready. Oh, yeah. I got huge respect for people emotional. who can sit there and like, be perfectionist i have huge respect for people that can sit on shit because the second i have a song that i love bro i gotta start cooking it it. yeah i gotta get it out gotta do something with it i i like there's a few artists from my city um abby even louise um not i wouldn't say he's a newer artist but he's an artist i've been paying a little more attention to lately because he's been doing a lot more okay i've been liking how they like have been doing a lot of legwork for shows um really getting out there trying to promote themselves their brand and it, it, it fuels me in a way because it's like I'm someone who I make a lot of music. Yeah. I'm not always doing shows, but it's yeah, good to see different names. Yeah. I've only done, um, I've done like, I did more in school. COVID messed things up. I did an online live performance. I did oh, another wow. one recently um, for that same artist, Luis. Um, I opened up for his event and it was great. I even sponsored the show. It was like, oh, as the 21st. Yeah. It felt fucking awesome. But, I want to try and get more into live shows now, yeah. especially bringing a, little, a band with me, really trying to make the performance something memorable because it is one of my weaker areas. Like, and I know that and I want to, and I, and I like being able to address it and like, all right, now I got to attack this and make this better somehow. Oh, and it's such a, in my eyes, it's necessary. It's sad because live performing isn't becoming as necessary as it once was for an indie artist. A lot of artists I'm talking to these days are seeing a lot better results from TikTok. And Instagram, 
And they're like, why am I going to go do a tour when I can reach the whole world from my room? And it's like, what? Well, playing live is so fun. You know, first of all, and I'm a drummer. I'm trying to play some fucking gigs. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, let's bring music back. But but it is hard with this generation because they're like, well, what's why, the point? why would I do it? I'm just going to cook up more music. Ugh. I'm going to record a video from my room and, and it's going to get more fans than, than a live show would. And here's the thing, though, that they don't think of. Those fans you get on Facebook and Instagram, one, they ain't paying like fans up front. Right. A hard fan that's paying, let's say you sell cheap tickets. You do $10 a ticket. Right. And you get 200 people there. That's a lot more money than if you had 5,000 people watching one video on Streaming on one song exactly. for the nine ninety nine they pay a month. You it, know, you're getting a cent, you yeah. know? But instead, they come, they pay you, they meet you. You get to connect. Yeah, it's and such a better sell, experience. And hopefully sell them some merch. <laughs> I mean, live... Live music's a beautiful thing. Yes. I, I've been a live performer as long or almost as long as I've just been making music in general. I mean, it seems like such a necessary part. Um, and COVID, obviously, that was a big hit for it. Oh, yeah. But it's coming back. It's coming back, and it's coming back And I've strong. been talking to you. I did want to let you know. I mean, I reached out. I was like, yo, let me drum for you. <laughs> oh, then, trust. And then I was like, yo, I'm going to get you some shows. I've reached out to my people. It's it's just hard finding i guess the the promoters i'm used to working with are used to more indie pop bands mm. but they're reach, they're getting me in contact with more hip hop oh nice so i'm still working on that front well but, right uh, now i consider myself to be an alternative hip hop artist not directly hip hop and after diving more into your music in the last week or two it's like oh yeah this is pop i mean this is I hate putting label. I hate labels. You know, this no, is just but it's close. Good it's close to music. pop. Yeah, yeah, but I appreciate that. Good, good music yeah. at the end of the day is just good music. Yeah, it's vibey. Yeah. It's vibey. It has a ch- you know, and it and it varies. So I, that that's cool too because then you can play different different sorts of venues. Yep. But so you're thinking about getting more into live performance. Yes, I would love to. Especially, I was gonna say you're like messing when, with the idea of a band. Yes, because I love bands. When I saw J Cole for the first time, he had a live band. Did he? And to me. I was like, you are a hip-hop artist. What do you need a live band for? Yeah, when, the, I, the, yeah. the energy shift, and I, like I had seen other, like I had seen bands before. I yeah. know what they look like. Right. But that band at like a, a metal concert, uh, uh, you ever been to Warp Tour? No. Van, I went to Vans Warp Tour a couple times. And like the energy there, when a hip-hop artist has a live band, it is such an increase. It like... Like you said, it's it's like I I need more of that, yeah. if only to feel the high from it myself. And like I know a as dirty a dirty yeah, yes, dude. I know <laughs> as a performer and a singer, like there's a way you would sing over a beat, and there's a way you would sing over a live band. Yeah, you know, it takes I, it bring that energy goes kind of right through you. Yeah, you know? especially with my live stuff, I always end up uh, screaming my live stuff. Oh my god! But especially I'm certain so tracks, it just that too. it just yeah. happens. You just get too high, but people get into it. Absolutely, yes. I, I, I record all of my shows and I watch oh, nice. them back and I critique them all. That's what I'm saying. The, hey, the, the pros to have me as a drummer for you is I always have my videographer there hey, filming the shows. Hey, man, trust. Once I, if, <laughs> when I show you the new stuff, I'm not... I'm less. I'm not that good at being like, okay, this needs a drummer for for live. It's more of like, are there drums? Could there be drums? Okay, let me play some songs. What do you think you could play? And then we all like formulate around that. Yeah. But yes, I would love to have more live performers, especially with the shows, especially yeah. finding shows. Yeah. Getting involved in like because then that's it's such a beautiful way to network. And we oh, were yeah. just talking about you know how you see artists that you've worked with and they're working with them you know yep. with, with Jaina and stuff and there's so many beautiful artists i've shared a stage with and then you kind of you meet them and then you have that same thing and they're sharing a stage with another band that you know and yeah. it just kind of grows your world in that way and it's 
it's just it's just the best i i love it i i'm so glad live music is is back it yeah. was it was tough to say goodbye for it you know to it for a little bit but um yeah i would love to see a dancing show oh of course man that'd be sick trust i, I we we wanted to set up our own show the thing about me is like i haven't done enough live shows to feel confident enough to setting up one myself. Yeah. I'd like to. It's definitely something I want to look into. Yeah, but like I still a headlining feel, show. Yeah, yeah. I still feel like I want to do a couple more events like for other people first. Yeah, yeah. You know, I still want to make sure I'm feeling... And perform. Yeah. Before, yeah, that's the right way to do it for you know? sure. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I'm not really a fan of just, just jump. Like, I know I just went on that whole street like, you need to get up and go. I'm, I'm very also big on wait. Like, yeah, hold yeah. up a second. No, but that those are... Yeah, those are very great ingredients when you bring them together because then you meet in the middle yeah and you're thinking through but you're not thinking too much you know and you're still getting shit done yeah i jumped off the cliff but i made sure i had a parachute yeah and the beautiful thing with what you do is you can you could do a whole wide range of different kinds of shows like you could do like the jungle in somerville has a great open mic on wednesdays you could show up with a with a with a i said cd who the fuck has cds anymore but like your beats and you no that's true and then perform and or you could do full headlining, full bands. You know, yep. the, the hip hop. I miss being in a hip hop group and showing up to a gig with a mic and a CD. You know, that's that's living. But there's there's nothing better than a band. You know, but oh, yeah. you get to kind of do that whole spectrum and play any any size show. When that's I was doing, I remember in Salem they had something like that. Like on Wednesdays, I had a um, open mic night type yeah, deal, and it was so fucking raw. I loved it. It was just like some people would get up there. And they'd be all energy. Yeah. Some people get up there and they'd be skillful. You'd get some weird acts who would just be like, you know, I'm going to oh, come yeah. in here. I play the violin with my feet. And yeah. I'm here at this, you know, bunch of people smoking weed, basement scenario type deal. Yeah. Um, bottom underneath the club type shit. And, and they're just like, yeah, let's fucking play that violin with your feet right now. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. There's something about that I, I fucking love. I'm addicted to. Like, I just. It's just all artists I need to be out more. Bro. Yeah. yeah the biggest thing better. is I just need to be out more to be involved. Ain't that the hardest thing? Oh, I was going to yeah. walk up to an open mic right up the street because like Berkeley's like 15 minutes that way. So oh, there's yeah. an open mic right next to it. And I was oh, like, dude, there's probably some hitters there, you know, just go and network. And instead, it was just a lot easier to hang in my home studio. You know, I am I am an introvert and trying to network is tough, it is, <laughs> you know, but it is hard. It's necessary. I, I, I'll tell you from personal experience, the scariest gigs I've ever played were open mics when yeah. it was just me and an acoustic guitar. I mean, th- that's ter- That's terrifying for me. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember I did that at, at school. I had an actual, like, I had someone playing the guitar, and I got so nervous. I almost left the stage. Like, my voice cracked twice. I tried to ignore it. Yeah. But I was so nervous because it was also one of the times I was going to be singing. Oh. And I wasn't singing with background vocals. I wasn't singing with a beat. It yeah. was just me and this guitar. Oh, my God. Here terrifying. we go. Yes. But, yeah. So you stayed on stage? I stayed on stage. Good for you. Didn't run. Oh, yes. Didn't, didn't freak out. My voice cracked twice, but I finished it. I tried to kill it as best I could. But it was then, like, Those you know, will make you years stronger. back. Yeah, I was like, I need to hit, hit them reps. Be yeah. better at live shows. And I have gotten better at them. So that's why I'm even I'm looking forward to doing them now. I, yeah. I feel, like, a little more ready. Let's do it. Let's oh, do hell it. yeah. Yeah, I got great connections. Hell area, yeah. So you let me know. I will make the day available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, bro. Awesome. Because I did, I did have to note that your song, Sometimes, ah, is a phenomenal song. Thank you so much. That, I uh, absolutely love it. I really do like that song as well. I wrote that when I got back from Italy. Um, okay. I had went to Italy after uh, my girlfriend had broken up with me. Oh. Um, but I was invited by a couple friends of mine, really sweet people. They paid my way and shit because I was 
broke. I had no job at the time. That's the cure to a broken heart, people. Oh, yeah. Well, take a trip to Italy. Take a trip yes. to Italy. Have your friends pay for it, you know? Yes. Care about, listen, people out there with friends and you, your friend gets dumped or something, take them out to Italy. Yeah. Just bite the bullet. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that money. Seriously, no. but that's a beautiful song. It's oh, a thank so you. it's about heartbreak or is it was it just it's the about energy of moving it. on. Yeah. That whole project was about like it, it, the reason I like it so much is the whole project was about not just heartbreak. It, it wasn't just about wanting someone back. It was about wanting someone back, going through all that feeling, and yeah. then realizing, no, it's better to let them go. Yeah. And sometimes it's kind of like about that. You know, sometimes like I'm not okay. Sometimes I'm thinking about you. Sometimes such and such. Sometimes I, I see how, you know, the pain of what we went through, like caused all, caused all this to fall apart. Yeah. You know, sometimes I just don't know what I'm doing. But at the end of it, it's like a nice little clean wrap of it's like, you know, you're you're doing your own thing and sometimes that's okay. You're a wise man. Seriously. I am I am <laughs> not, but I appreciate that. Shit. I don't know, man. After this conversation, you you, you hit on some <laughs> things where I'm like, Yeah, yeah, he he gets it. You I fucking like, get it. I try and tell other people about about love. Like it's not about possession, it's about appreciation, you know? Yes. It's it's a thing is not beautiful because it it lasts. Vision said that Marvel's Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. <laughs> Did Vision say that? Hell yeah. That? I love I that, don't dude. care. MCU's my shit. Comic movies sometimes or comic books. Maybe. Sci-fi. They be, they be saying some shit. For real. Whoever write, I, I don't know if it was Joss Whedon writing for Vision at the time, but whoever was whoever writes that character, yeah. it's hitters. Yes. They're like, how much philosophy do we need to put in this yeah. one dude? <laughs> Every time he's on screen, he's got some it. great shit. Yes. He's got that. What, what it else? was about the, uh, the last thing was the ship. The speech of the ship. Who is the real vision? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was that. What did what did he say to Wanda too? He was like, "What is what is um um pain or something? What is pain but lo- but love persevering?" Or yeah, something yeah, like yes, that? yeah. I was like, "Oh, Bars, Bars, give this man a mic." Yeah, for real, dude. But, oh my god. Yeah, but uh, it's a lot of stuff like that. Like I heard that, and it kind of put a much cleaner and cuter sense of like that whole my whole idea for love, that whole idea for that project. Yeah, I I learned the hard way. I've been in obsessive relationships. I've been the obsessive person. And the one thing I, I realize is when you love someone, you know, you, you love a flower. You're not going to cut it and de-stem. It's going to die. It's going to wither away. Right. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is to just really show that you love that thing by just letting it go and appreciating it. But Amen, dude. Seriously, you just keep <laughs> coming amen. with it. <laughs> I can't, I, the amount of times I've just been like, preach, amen. I've never <laughs> said preach amen so many times. <laughs> like, you, you get it. You know, I was thinking of being a youth pastor. You yeah. Know, if music doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. All right. Well, so we'll wrap up here. I'm, I'm just dying to know what's your favorite part about being a musician and then what's your least favorite part about being ooh, a musician. Ooh, I like this. Okay. My favorite part about being a musician is the freedom. And I only say that because like I could be like the creative freedom. Nah, it's just like, you can really do whatever you want, musician, artist, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to keep it as just music art in general. You could do whatever you want. It's all about how the people are going to react, whether it's good or bad. But you can do whatever you want. There necessarily isn't a right or wrong. Absolutely. I could hop on a track. I think Kanye proved that. What, what was he? He did on a track and he just said a bunch of nonsense. 
Is this a sploobity doobity do? Uh, yeah, whatever? I think so. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. I was like, did he really do that? He yeah, really he did that. Really okay. Did that. But the I thing is, it, it didn't have to be a staple. It didn't have to be whatever. Kendrick jumped on a track with top of the morning, top of the morning, top yeah, of the morning. did. That just sounded <laughs> so fun. Yeah. It doesn't need to be the hottest thing in the world. It sounded and like thank God they for were people dying. like them reminding yes. us of that. You know, because you can get so caught up and. And there's so many books on how to write songs. There's so many books on how to produce. There's so but many books on how to do this. But when the top artists are sitting there showing you, have some fucking fun. Yes. That's what it feels good. Because yes. no offense to anyone who writes those books. I don't trust your opinion over Kendrick Lamar. Right. And it's always good to like get some tips. But to always remember that art is freedom. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, you, you are free. You can technically do whatever, whatever the you want. fuck you want. When you sit at that computer... Or put that guitar in your hand, or pick up that paintbrush. You get to do whatever the fuck you want. I, I knew that I loved the best part. I knew I loved what I was doing when we seriously considered, like taking samples from like Emil was joking about. I think he was like talking about Pornhub, but <laughs> he was seriously considering it to the point where he was going to do the research and not make it like a corny song, but make it hot. Yeah, and I and like just what Phineas is doing with yeah like, matchbooks like, and shit. You're yes. gonna be doing that with clapping cheeks. Well, exactly. Like, clapping cheeks. Like, snare oh my god! <laughs> Drive it drop like that, but like I, I was like, yo, how? How the hell do we get here? You know, I, I used to think of jobs or working or whatever you want to call it as this thing that needs to be strict, very like serious, no faltering. And I do some of the best work when I'm just having fun. And that is my favorite thing about being a musician, yeah. an artist, a videographer, whatever you want to call it. That is, I love the freedom and I love being able to have fun at my job. I love that. Can't be beat. I can't agree more. Um, What's your least favorite part? Least favorite. <laughs> I hate being an artist. <laughs> it is torturous. <laughs> it, it is. It's not even torturous mentally. Like the stigma that comes with it instantly. Like no, like you, you just looked at a certain way. You know, people love artists and they hate artists and they love to hate artists. Yeah. But that stigma also comes in handy when you're yep. writing on your walls and you get to be like, I'm an artist. And people are just like, enough said enough said. oh he's an artist you yeah. know it's it's okay honey yeah is that man taking a dump in the subway i'm an artist oh, yeah. honey it's okay even i'm wearing i'm wearing sunglasses inside i'm wearing you know? yeah, like, we're both wearing an sunglasses artist, and like, we're hey, artists you know it's whatever yeah exactly uh, it's there's a lot of pressure especially like in the hip-hop community and i'm gonna be real with that that is one of my least favorite things hip-hop itself very competitive very competitive, very toxic, very toxic masculinity. Yeah. Very, I've never, I've never seen a genre that was so open and so closed at the same time. <laughs> yes. Like, but it's the fans as well. The fans can really get to me. I've witnessed, you know, a girl going on stage at a concert I went to for support. I'm not putting names out there, but you know, she, he invited a fan on stage and she was she started saying the lyrics. She was doing good for like 20 seconds. She is not an artist. She has not had stage experience. She is not I don't even know if she's prepped for this. She came up because if you get asked to go on stage, <laughs> you're not gonna say no. Exactly. Right. What sane person would do that? Right. But she's going in, she's hitting the lyrics, and the crowd's going crazy. Ah, you know, she fumbles a little bit and gets nervous. The support dies like to straight booze to fuck you get off the stage but then she catches it up again and back to cheering oh my god and in that moment i was like this is also why this is why i hate music or hip-hop or whatever 
that is real. People can be so flip flop. But is that that? I feel like that's the culture of everything. That's nowadays the game, with baby. Media. Yeah, that's the game. People are getting canceled like that, and you're Yo, done. Oh my god, the whole cancel thing is so stupid. It's it, tough. It, it makes doing shit like this a little scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've tried not to worry about it too much because, like, I think Pete Davidson said it good. If you're gonna listen to R. Kelly, you need to admit he's a piece of shit for what he did. Yes. You gotta be willing to admit yes. the artist is a piece of shit. Absolutely. You could set you know, like I, there's been big talks like, oh, you know, I, I love the person's art. I just don't like the person. Cool, admit that and be honest about that. Yeah, you know, right? Kanye is batshit crazy. He is man makes some great music. Yeah, he just needs my biggest qualm with him is like, tell me what the release date is once the album's done. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> To stop doing you know how many fridays i woke up donda no not today All not right. today <laughs> it's been pushed back again oh okay yeah i didn't know this was a sony movie release but i yeah just tell me when it's coming when it's done it's yeah good. there there was there's a lot of that yeah um you know artists can themselves can be a lot kind of like you know like there's not like a stigma exactly with artists some people can be really prissy some people can be very like too about that surface level shit yeah. and it's not like like i get it you need to post for social media right. you need to look a certain way image is very important but it's like when we can't have a conversation when it doesn't when uh, and it doesn't feel like that's not involved it feels like it's constantly being brought up um it feels like this is how like why we're living like you're an artist for the title of one not like they like, like the image you yeah. know they and like, like yeah that's cool right. that's yeah, great thing, but, yeah. um I also, I'm not even a fan of like the art purists who are like very, <laughs> yeah. very, they know all their history. Right. They, they can tell you and break down and dissect songs like all day and night, but they can't fucking make one. It, ain't that the truth though? Like people it's will crazy. look at us and just be like, oh, there's a bunch of artists, but there's so many sub genres, so many different types so many of artists. different people. Yeah, exactly. Because and like, day, they're still people. They're just people who make shit now. Right. Maybe, and we could say like, yeah, we're maybe a little bit more complicated, but Uh, maybe not i mean who knows maybe in in every industry there's there's different every person is complicated in their own ways yeah i've i uh, you know saying that i have met some people who are very 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 basic yeah my god (laughs) but i fuck with them sometimes and and that's not everyone you know some people annoy me good lord i'm like get away from me don't look at me don't even breathe in my direction yeah but there are some people who like I can't say it's, it's like that true meaning of ignorance and bliss. Yeah. They're, they, you know, they, they happy, they chilling and they're very supportive of what you're doing. They don't know how it works. They don't know what's going on. They're not here to give their two cents. Exactly. I, I'm all about just good vibes. You know, like I, I love and appreciate everybody's different approaches to this crazy thing that we're trying to do, you yeah. know? And I mean, that's, that's why I'm so excited about the podcast. I'm so excited to like get to know people and, and Meet get to know all these, yeah, all these different ways of creating and why these people do it. Um, so I just want to thank you so much for being oh, my course. first official interview for Love, this podcast baby. Series, brother. Awesome. First, if I could comment on the first, yep, first, but I'm very, I was very happy to come out. I really, I enjoyed the drive. It was nice. It's oh, common. Good, good. Um, but you know, parking wasn't even that crazy, awesome. but it was nice to be able to talk to you. Nice to be able yes. to see you again too. Yeah, catch same, up, brother. I appreciate you this. so much, and and I appreciate your understanding with the with the movie thing. And oh, you, yeah. you put you put so much work and effort into that, and such a great performance. And so I definitely want to make sure you leave with that footage. Oh yeah, all. I can definitely do that. Yeah, no, but back to this man. I I really appreciate you. You're, oh, of course, you, you were a great 
great chat oh yeah anytime Honestly, like in the I future if you want you me again on. for another visit please another do chat when, i'll come back when your next project's coming oh yeah back. we gotta talk through that bro <laughs> yeah. i can't wait oh man if i could like link up ox uh, obviously after this i would love to show you a couple things too yes. but definitely um going forward to i definitely want to know about the live show stuff because i'm very serious about that yeah i would love to play drums for those songs bro i've been listening to them i love them oh yes Please plug your socials. Let these people oh, know where they can yes. find you. Goodness, I would have done it on the outro, but I'm gonna let you do it. I literally forgot to. I was about to be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, right. I have to do this. This is a job too. Yep. Uh, my name is Danson. You can find me on YouTube anywhere really if you type in 21 Danson. Why? Because I am part of the 21st. It just makes sense. YouTube 21 Danson Ever After. iTunes Danson Ever After. Booty tapes. Anything. Spotify. Title. I'm on Amazon Music, baby. Come on. Get it. But you can find me anywhere you can. Hell yeah. Thanks again, brother. No problem. Boom. There it was. Ooh. The first official interview chat. That was a really, was. really good interview, bro. Yeah. Thank was, you. Was, that, yeah. That was you fucking know. awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, I'm still learning. Obviously, I'm very early on in my interview career. Um, so I'm learning how to do it. I have to, you know, being an artist too, I'm trying to find that middle ground between like conversation and interviewing, you know, because like, he touched on so many things that I could relate to. And obviously you get that urge to be like, oh, this is my my side of it. You know, so I'm trying to pick and choose when I come in with with a little bit of rye dog. Now for you, know? what was your thought process going into the interview? Like, how did you handle the questions? Like, what made you think of those questions uh, to ask him? I like that. Well, my process is, so these are actually written down here where the mm. questions, the notes that I had. It's very free-formed. It's kind of, you know, I, what I did was I would just... Sometimes I get a little stoned, you know, I'd put on his music and I'd take a walk and my, like the honest questions that I had about a shit. Mm -hmm. That's what I asked. You know, I, I, I'm just trying to get, I'm trying to get in the fan's mind. Can't what, sugarcoat yeah, anything really. Yeah. And like, I want to know what his fans want to know about him, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. um, is what opening his diary, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like he did. And I'm very grateful to him, you know, just being so open and, and coming in here and, and being the first guest, you know, that that's scary. And so he was totally down, and we appreciate you for that, dancing. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fucking awesome, dude. Got yeah. a great voice and everything, bro. Yeah, for real, though, doesn't he? Yeah. His music is tight. And we're actually talking. I'm going to be playing drums for him. We're going to get on I that mean, stage. if this kid Ryan over here didn't quit rapping, you know, we hey. could actually get something going in the future, Dan. So, you know. Dude, we can still do it. We can still do it. Get a little collab. You can collab with them. Yeah, but I'm, I want all of us to collab. All of us? Oh, yeah. All of us, bro. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't think we're going to hear my voice on a track for like <laughs> at least a year. Come on, bro. We have to We'll see. We'll see. All right. But yeah, shout out to Danson. We'd love to collaborate with you. It's going to be so much of that, dude. We, we're interviewing so many cool people and learning about so many cool people. The end of every episode is going to be just Rashad and I just being like, yeah, let's do something. Now, how was Danson? During the interview, was he nervous, cool, relaxed? Nah, this kid's cool as shit. He's fun, too. Like, he's funny. You can tell. I mean, maybe it's because... I don't know if I'd pick up on it if I didn't already know he was an actor, but he's so animated. He's so, like, funny and, and energetic. And I think that's why the conversation just kind of flowed for, like, two hours. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he didn't seem nervous at all. He seemed like I was definitely more nervous, for sure, because it was the first one, you know? Um, but once we got going, I think you can, you know, the... Not that the beginning started off rough, but, you know, we definitely catch a wave. And, uh, yeah, I'm pumped on that. I really appreciate him opening up like that, and I hope the listeners enjoyed it. Yeah, hopefully we can get him back for our part two interview. Yeah, 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 as you I heard. Yeah, more, he yeah. was like, 
So, you know, he's working on a new record. Definitely wants to come back. We'll, no, definitely we'll definitely have him, get him back. back then if he's working on a new record. Yeah, that's absolutely. Fun. That'll be awesome. Yeah, well, thanks, guys. We hope you we hope you liked the first episode. Better like the first episode. Yeah, you better subscribe. We're doing this for you guys, man. Seriously. We seriously. love you guys. This is what we do. This is what we love to do. We're shot to wake up at noon yeah. and get all the way over here. It's so, sad. like, it was depressing. <laughs> but I got here. You did. I appreciate you for doing that. Yeah, man. You it's know fun it. to do this with you. It's always fun to do it with you, bro. We've been doing <laughs> this shit for like since 2001, 2002. So, you know, the grind doesn't stop. And it's it never going to stop. stop. Regardless man. if I'm two hours late, the grind don't stop. The grind don't it stop. It won't stop. It won't Can't stop. stop. Won't stop. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, shout out to you people. Thank you so much for listening to this first episode. I hope you continue this journey with us and, and continue to connect with these people that we're connecting with, and, and um, we're all just going to grow. Thank you, you know? again, Danson, for coming in and yes. doing it, man. Thank like, you so much, brother. That was, thank that you was so much. Really, that was a really cool, right? fun, interesting interview. Like, it was inspiring, right? Yeah, that so really listen was. listen to him like, speak yeah. and like, hear his grind and how and actually all do those... like his... He has, a, he has a good voice, bro. Dude, he does have his a voice. His voice is fine. I couldn't get over his tone. I Excellent. Kept, yeah, I kept talking about the tone. Like All my questions writing down when I was listening to his songs. Some, some notes are just like... Like his song, Sometimes. I just wrote, Sometimes is a phenomenal song. <laughs> because it is, dude. He's, yeah, he's he's truly blessed. And I like his voice because his, his voice type. is just different. Like, Thank you me. know what I'm going. You, know, exactly, where, you, you yes. know where I'm going with that. You heard me say, yeah. Like, I, I, it's I couldn't different. Pinpoint. It's out of the box. Like, he has a different voice that people wouldn't try to go for. Or like, you know what I mean? Or he's tune. not trying to go yeah. for something. Yeah. yeah. He's just, uh, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This, is why, this is why we link together, bro. This Absolutely. is why. That's exactly that. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we both picked up on that dance. I'm sure your fans do too. And the world will soon. You are unique. You are you. You are killing it. That dude's Keep gonna doing get a it. lot of booty. And you're going to be getting a lot of booty. I think he's wiped up, but. Nah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats, my brother. Congrats, dude. And I'll be joining you on stage soon. Yeah, man. I'll uh, be there. And again, this is this is Ryan and Rashad, Rashad. a.k.a. Sleeping for Two Hours. A.k.a. The Smooth Groove Sleeping Assassin. Yeah, man. What time <laughs> do you go to bed? Uh, two. Okay. That's not too bad. Yeah, I was pushing it. I was going to aim for four, but I was like, yeah, I should probably go to bed because okay. I got to get up early. But so then you got yeah. like a solid 10 hours of sleep. In. Yeah. Yeah, good. Because yeah. <laughs> I got to get up early. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. Thank you again so yes, much. Sir. This has been Save Some or When You Better. Yes, sir. Shout out to Be Nice Records. We appreciate all you. See ya. Adios, pal.